You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the You Know What, Dude podcast. This is a special edition where Robert goes one-on-one with some of the most interesting people in the world, or at least in his world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? You know what, the You Know What Dude Podcast, one on one. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Saturday, uh, November 26th. 2016 and you guys are listening to episode number 282 and I have a very special guest. We are doing a combined episode. I am here with Robert Kelly. Oh yes. You know what dude? Welcome to the You Know What Dude podcast. (laughs) This is Robert Kelly. I am here. Uh, this episode, whatever. I'll name this shit later because I, I ain't fucking going into numbers. Episode two ninety seven. I know. I know. Three thousand. Uh, I have a very special guest. This is a one on one for premium motherfucking members. Nice. Or go over to Paul's place uh, and yeah. get it for nada. Yeah. Is this going up for free? This is going to go up on, it'll be up on iTunes for free. I'm going to actually, I'm going to throw this up on iTunes for nothing too, but most of these are going to go up on uh, the premium members. So I'm here with Paul fucking Verzi, oh. my Westchester Bestchester. Dude, this is the first time ever that the TVE podcast has merged with the You Know What, what dude? dude on one show, <laughs> sitting here in the shed. Uh, this is great. How the hell are you? Do we have it? You have not been on my show and I've been on Never. your show. So I've, I've rarely been on your show with less than fucking 18 people. 18, yeah, you know? I like 18. No, I actually, I actually, when I first walked into your podcast, dude, yeah. I go, what the fuck is Bobby doing? I mean, he's a nice guy, but why the fuck are there seven people? And then you would go, yeah, and so-and-so's coming up, too. Make room. Yeah. Yeah. And there would be a true, but it actually ends up, you're really good at, like, letting people get their time. Because I thought it was going to be a shit show. I, I've, I mean, believe me, I've yelled at fucking people. And I know who would have a little pep talk to at the beginning. Oh, with yeah. certain people, I'm like, listen, uh, you want to, you know, don't talk over people. There's right. certain pep talks I have to give. Have you ever had a really fucking, have you ever had an uncomfortable fight on your show with somebody? Oh, I was, I was, I was on one where you did with somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, where you were I just, did? yeah, just somebody. Yeah. You were, so you were just like, what the, f-? and then it calmed down real quick. But did you ever get into it with somebody where they walked off your show or no? Of course. I'm a fucking psychopath. Right? I'm <laughs> fucking bipolar <laughs> Italian Irish from Boston. <laughs> No, everything's gone swimmingly with all these fucking <laughs> alpha cunts that I invite into my fucking yeah, 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 narcissistic comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everything all, went perfect. Yeah, no, no boundaries were stepped on. Um, I've had a couple. One was uh, had one with Derosa. Had a couple with Derosa. Well, because me and him used to do it out of my house, um, and uh, I started up by myself. Then I went to me and Joe used to do it. And, uh, you know, of course, me and, me and Joe fought all the time. I remember one time we had a fight in the back of a cab with Morgan Murphy in the middle of us. Oh, my God. And we were screaming at each other. Yeah. And I think he screamed at me, stop screaming at me. And I went, that's not fucking screaming. <laughs> like, I just brought it up to another level. Like and when Morgan's fucking, like, what the fuck? Yeah, when King Kong fucking was fighting Godzilla, but then he got electrified, and the electricity <laughs> gave him extra juice. 
<laughs> oh, so I want to ask you this yes, because sir. you uh, are kind of living the life. We're living the same kind of life. We're going to go back and forth with questions. This is, I like this. this is, no, this is this is a first because yeah. we're merging my questions of my show. You're yeah. going to be great. But yeah. I remember when I did um, YKWD and you were just like, even off the air, you would go. Dude, my, my son's coming, dude. My baby's coming. And like, yeah. this is like, what's it, you know? And you were like, I think I'm going to go to Westchester too. And yeah. you did it. And a lot of people talk shit. Yeah. People would text me, hey, what neighborhood? I'm thinking about doing it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, those fucking guys. Like, I'm thinking of meanwhile, they got fucking, yeah. they're making 12 grand a year and they live in Astoria. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. A lot of people do that. And then you start looking at these fucking, oh, you need fucking 60,000 down? Oh, you need what? Is it, can I get something up there for fifty-one thousand? <laughs> my my uncle's gonna give me five thousand for a down payment. He owes me for this Chevy oh, Impala yeah. I fucking repaired. Fucking Chevy. Yeah. Reality hits. Yeah. When you look, reality. Look, my. I'll tell you, it's funny because um, when I, I I got the kid home, my 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 original thing was. Two years in the city in my apartment. I love right. my apartment, 47th between uh, 9th and 10th. I'm like, that, this is going to be great. I'm going to bring my kid up here. I got into a fight the night I got home from the hospital with a homeless guy. Oh, wow. This shirtless fucking cocksucker <laughs> kicked one of my dogs. What? Yeah, he kicked my dog, Kelby. I heard the yelp. Oh, So fuck. We're, we're face to face. I, literally, I just brought, it's two something. I just brought my kid home. Wow. Three days in the fucking hospital, something like two days in the hospital. I had my whole life fucking changed. I'm, I'm on the phone with my mother telling her that everything's okay. I mean, I'm wiped. Yeah. And this guy's fucking kicked my dog nose to nose. Oh, my God. So he's like, fuck you, you motherfucker. Watch your dogs. I'm like, I'm fucking watch. You fucking don't kick an animal. We're going back <laughs> and forth. No, so he's going, fuck you. I'll beat the... F I go, I will fucking kill you right the fuck here. You don't... You think you're fucking nuts, you fucking piece of shit. He goes... Then he goes, you don't like black people? Oh, my as God. As loud as he could. And I went... I love black people. I fucking Keith Robinson. I'm friends with Kevin Hart. Uh, you yeah, start my, naming every. I know Billy Burr is married a black woman. I have, I have black people all my life. I got Patrice oh. O'Neill was my best friend. I, oh you know Patrice? I started doing bits. I started oh my doing, god! <laughs> Malcolm XXL, motherfucker. You know, dude. I was so, yeah. I was just so fucking. I can't believe he did it. You know, I looked around. Oh. My all of a sudden, I'm I, my fucking Polish uh, super woman. Yeah. Polish grabs me. I fear a fucking pinch on my shoulder. Like the Hulk grabbed my shoulder. She grabs my shoulder. She goes, Bobby, you have a baby. You don't do this no more, right? Oh, whatever wow. the fuck. That's my worst Polish accent ever, right? <laughs> Russian, whatever. She she, I go inside. I tell my wife, I go, where the fuck out here? I call DC Benny. Uh -huh. You know DC Benny? Yep. Okay, one of the funniest guys. I came up with him in New York. He does real estate for Sotheby's or whatever, right? Oh, I go, okay. how long will it take me to get the fuck out of here? He goes, you're going to have to sell your place. Then you're going to have to take that money, put it in the bank, rent a place. Right. And then buy. Unless you got 200 something thousand in the, like 250,000 right now. And you did that all quickly, didn't you? He goes, I go, how long is it going to take? He goes, six months is the fucking minimum. And I guarantee it won't happen. Six months to the week. Wow. I fucking... I, let me tell you something. I moved. I had a baby. Yep. I sold my place. I rented a place. And then I bought a place and ripped that fucking sign off the lawn Yeah. in six months. Wow. Yeah. I, I, it was, I moved twice. Yeah. 
I moved twice. I moved three times, actually, because I had to move everything into a storage unit. And then from the storage unit to the fucking rental house. And then from the rental house to the new house. Wow. In six months. It was it was a fucking nightmare. But this the night I got into this house yeah. and I sat out in my front lawn with my little my little baby was crawling on the front lawn. Yeah. And my good. neighbor Dolores, Italian Irish older woman next door, walks up and her grandson Bobby's across the street. And yeah. I was like, fucking suck oh. my fucking fat <laughs> fucking country nut. <laughs> Oh, isn't it funny how when you move up here, you look at people who aren't here like they're nobodies, like they're nothing? <laughs> yeah. The only difference between up here, I had to learn, instead of going fuck you to somebody's face, I had to learn how to pantomime it through a window at a red light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the best. I yeah. just fucking look around going, you fucking people. Yeah. You fucking animals are living in fucking, uh, this is the best. Living up here. So you have a little boy. You have a, uh, for you guys that don't know, Bobby has a beautiful little son named Max. Yeah. He's living in Westchester County. Yeah. Basically what you guys have been hearing me talk about on my show. But you were a guy, you were a city fucking guy, dude. Like you were like, I remember you kind of being really hesitant. Like, what's it like? What's it like? And you go, you're quicker than me to the city. You're 25 minutes. I'm around. I can make it 25 minutes from the 79th Street Boat Basin exit to my house. It's around 25 minutes. No that, traffic. That's fucking great. Yeah, I dropped Lenny Marcus off the other night. I was fucking at my door in under 20, like 25 minutes. I mean, that's like, that's ridiculous. See, me, like, you do the cellar, I, I do the stand is my home club. Yeah. From my door to the stand, no traffic yeah. is about an hour. Right. Okay, with traffic, and you, so you you mean you 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 don't even have a half hour drive, dude. Well, here's the thing though. <clears throat> Anytime you come up here, and I'm being real because we all lie. No, Every, I all, I was just gonna say I lie. Look, everybody who lives up here lies to the people that live down there. Look, with no cars, no <laughs> lights. Listen, if the apocalypse <laughs> happened and one was run one road and my car survived, <laughs> no. I'm doing it. And- as long as there's no deer or muskrats, <laughs> if I don't you know if I don't see one muskrat on the Zero road. Zero people on the road, me <laughs> doing ninety five. If it's all BMWs and up flying down the road, we're good. I'll make it there in fucking eight minutes. We, and we always think the GPS, which is a computer. Yeah. Fucking ways. We think, nah, nah, they say 45. I'm telling you right now, dude, I'm doing it. <laughs> right? Literally. No. Well, yeah, exactly. You could, yeah. you could, it, it says it, and, it, and they're doing it like with nothing, no traffic, the best route. There's five different routes. All five routes, fuck you. It's an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I always fucking, I always lie about it a little bit. Um, yeah, it, but here's the thing is the people down there, I never wanted to be up here. I was a city guy. Because my dream, I remember when I moved to New York, and I, of course everybody knows the story, I moved in with Burr in that fucking crazy place. It, the, it was so magic. It was, it was magical that I didn't give a fuck about roaches and holes in the floor, sleeping on the couch. I mean, look, dude, when Burr was in town, I had to sleep on the couch, or he had to sleep on the couch. And that couch was from his father's dentist office from like the 70s. So it was wow. like like wool cushions. That just absorbed heat. What neighborhood? And, the, we and then a wood post. And oh. I remember every day one of us would just be like crack down, like try to lie down and just whack our heads on that fucking couch. Oh. But here's the deal. 
One day I came home with a couch from the garbage. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? I found this fucking, and it folds out. He's like, get the fuck? It's got butt, you found? There's a stain, oh. like mustard stains on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, but we didn't uh, give a shit. Yeah. We didn't give a fuck. This guy just came off a, a, a go pilot with Molly Ringwall. You know, we're all making, oh, we started to make money, but it wasn't about, it was just about having that key. To go home and just get warm for a little while to get the fuck back out to do spots. Yeah. That's all it was about. Yeah. Yeah. You can't now it's a little different. Yeah. No, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. What neighborhood you, were you guys in? I was in Hell's Kitchen. And oh, when me and Burl live. Oh, you and Bill live, yeah. Uh, Spanish Harlem, 97th and Lex. Okay. So right by the six train, which was fucking great because all we did was the Boston Comedy Club. He did, uh, he did the strip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Burr was the type of guy who played every club. I only played two fucking clubs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, even when I got to the point now where I can play all the clubs, I don't. I just it's just fucking too much. But yeah, it was just it's it's moving up here. I mean, look, you're one of those guys that you. I forgot this. I grew up in the suburbs. Right. I grew up in this fucking shit. Yeah. So when you move to the city for 10, 15 years or whatever it is. You all of a sudden think you're some fucking, you know, you, everybody thinks they're, uh, you know, uh, fucking Woody Allen. Yeah, like yeah. We, yeah. Like we greet out. This is, we're city, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm John McEnroe, dude. Yeah, no, you're not. As soon as you get back to your roots, as yep. soon as you get back to that driveway and the go, driving in to get your food, yeah. and the neighborhood, it comes right back to you. I folded into this shit so fast. Everybody's so scared of it because uh, yeah. they think they're not going to go do spots. And not, not only that, dude, like, I'm up in the woods. You should have saw, you know, Vladimir Kamano, right? Nope. Vladimir Kamano, funny comic, guy had a pilot with NBC, and, they, you know, really, really, uh, he did, he did. Vladimir, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know him, but I've, I've yeah. heard of him, yeah. Really, you know, funny guy, he was with CH when I was with them, and I uh, went to Just for Laughs and got a development deal, got a sitcom, great kid. Vlad's from the Bronx, okay? Vlad's never left the Bronx. Right, he's city kid. City kid, never left the Bronx. He, very, very reluctant to come up to me. <laughs> He'd be reluctant to come to you, right. but you're a half hour closer than me, okay? So you guys go to Bobby. Bobby is halfway to me. Right. So you got to go another half hour. This kid comes to my fucking house for a party. Yeah. And a big, beautiful, you know, I got deer like squirrel. Right. I mean, deer, I literally, I'll, there's a chance I want to pull in. Tonight. You know, by the, time, by the way, the last time I was here, I hit a deer on the way out. No not, way. No, not this not this time. Out thing. of my house? Yeah, hit a deer. Where? Hit a, uh, on sawmill. Fucking thing was 100 yards up. Fucking just came out. You hit it? Yeah, hit it. Hit it. Fuck, fucked up the thing. Drove home. Geico. Really? Geico. The whole front end had to be replaced. Last week? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, you left. Long your, time ago. You were long here time last ago. week, dumb dumb. Yeah, before that. All right. Before well, that. Fucking but, Christ. I thought yeah. you just no, got no. hit by a deer and you never told me. That's No, no, no. Before that. So, Vladimir, we're in my backyard on a patio, and all of a sudden, this big, beautiful deer. I love that you, hang on, I'm sorry. What? I love that you just fucking blow past. Dude, last time I was here, last it, week you were here. It, the, no, bef the time before. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the last time. No, no, it wasn't the last time. You get very dramatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I get into the story, yeah, yeah. and then there's like, you know, yeah, yeah. I got to figure out the story. I'm like, what the fuck was I? I got kidnapped. You're like, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Vladimir's on my fucking deck. Yeah. And this big, beautiful deer comes. Now, he's from the Bronx. Bobby, he was staring at this thing like a UFO landed in my backyard. He was looking at this ah. thing. He was locked on this fucking thing. I didn't even care about the deer. I didn't even care about it. He was like this. He's going, are you serious? He's going, are you serious? He looked at this thing like aliens landed in my backyard, and he just that's got funny. proof that there's extraterrestrial life. That's but you're funny. right. He's a city kid, man. These yeah, city that's people, a city kid. No, he's a city kid, and they don't see shit like wildlife. Well, they he, do. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I'm not talking about a pit bull with a fucking yeah, yeah. spiked just, fucking it's just different wildlife. Yeah. Fucking a little confident rat <laughs> fucking bites a pigeon's wig off. That's their, that's their national geo. And that's yeah. their Nat Geo. He just reminded me of a Mark Theobald bit. You're, you know Mark Theobald? Oh, uh, the mouth? Uh, Mark Theobald. <laughs> I haven't seen that guy in a long time, but he's he had a the, joke where he said his. a big smile. His name. <laughs> Am I out of my mind? Am I lying? I haven't. I Buddy, haven't you know you come. I, no, but dude, that's close just, your eyes and see it. I, that that's now that you that's fucking hilarious. He smiles, dude. You with, know he smiles with both lips. The, <laughs> Most people smile with just their upper lip. <laughs> he smiles with both lips. <laughs> dude, comics are such dicks. I'm like, yeah, you remember that guy Mark Thibault? The mouth, I remember. Dude, you have probably haven't seen a guy in fucking five years. Uh, well, I always say this because I love him. Yeah, that's I, so funny. Like but him. he had a joke about his neighborhood was so rough. He saw a rat chasing a pit bull up the street. That was one of his. But like, yeah, that that city. I'm talking about like, I mean, I just you ever just look at a blue jay, or you ever look? I got a, I got a sad story about that. 13 years old, my dad bought me a pelican for my birthday, and my, then my parents divorced, right? Yeah. So I come home and I go, oh, daddy bought me a Pelican. And she goes, I don't want you having that. What are you having a Pelican? And, you know, I don't know if he was glad she was upset, but it was just one of those fucked up right. things. I go out and I start shooting birds oh, with this why? thing. I know. I know. Right. Because I'm just fucking so, so, serial killer. No, it's fucking awful. Where are you from originally? No, no. Westchester. You're from I was up born here? in Yonkers. Oh, well, so I'm, right. I'm going up and I just see this fucking bird and I'm just shooting and finally I fucking hit its chest. Ah. And this fuck, I'm Bobby. I know. I'm trying. I'm gonna tell you to fucking. Well, I can't feel I, emotion I, over I know, it. But you're making me. I've been. You should feel I, shitty. I know. What I the know. fuck? Keep going. So this fucking beautiful blue oh. jay falls at my feet. Fuck it, dude. That's and I'm like... looking at this fucking beautiful fucking oh. blue jay and it's gasping for air oh. and the tip of its beak is bloody and I see what it like the in the movie. <laughs> I see in the movies where it's going like. Oh. Right, <laughs> I mean, and I put it to its head to put it out of its misery. I cried, and I never fucking hunted again after that. First of all, let's bring it you back. You didn't even on let hunting. me get to yeah. You didn't even let me get to that fucking part though. First of all, you weren't hunting, okay? No, you I, weren't hunting. You're being I, an asshole. Yeah, I was. There's being a big a, difference, okay, <laughs> between being a no, fucking no. We had fucking blue jay that night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you ate it, then it's fucking... <laughs> no, I fucking dude, felt horrible, fuck. You dude. should. The I fucking know. Blue Jay? I fucking, yeah, and I, and I didn't know. I thought it was There's a like fucking... There's like fucking four of those left <laughs> in the world. They're an endangered dude, species. I was 13, and I shot this fucking thing, and it fucking devastated well, me. It's funny and, how that... It's funny that when you add... Look, you fuck, you shoot a sparrow or a pigeon. Who gives a shit? A seagull fucking can suck my dick, right? But you shoot, you shoot a you shoot a, beauty, a, yeah. you shoot a, a, a colored Even bird. Even a robin, I'd be like, eh... Yeah, you fuck know? them. But a, a nice, like a cardinal or a oh. blue jay. Oh my god, I know. It's like shooting a parrot. I know. Did you ever? Did you ever do? Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever do? Did you ever fucking do anything awful? We used to put. I remember like stupid thing. We used to like try to get firecrackers and make like a, make like a like a a turtle flip or something. It's just fucking horrible, man. Um, I was a little kid though, and like I didn't realize it. Now I'm like that was the most fucking awful thing. Man. I think I did it to kids. <laughs> I think I actually did it to humans. I did a lot of shit that I felt bad. F I feel bad for with humans, you know, because I hung out with a lot of rough guys at a very young, young age, and I, I saw, you know, I kind of got in this thing where if it, if you didn't do it, it happened to you. You know what I mean? I mean, I used to get beat up if I didn't fight somebody. I would get beat up by my friends. Right. Um, so you had so, to kind of fucking. In, well, yeah. I mean, look, I hung out with a lot of tough, <laughs> fucked up kids. You know, a lot of stuff. I mean, it's funny because, in, you know, I get sober at 15. 
I, I literally, when uh, I go back to school, I graduate, I get a, you know, I get to go to college. I got a, 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 a scholarship, an art scholarship to go to like a community college for fine art. I'm in an English class. Uh, and we're going around the room. Wait and, a minute. What do you mean? What do you mean? A scholarship to a community college? Don't they just like? Isn't it like fucking fifty bucks a semester? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, didn't, ha- I didn't have it. <laughs> I didn't have it. Oh shit! I didn't have the fifty That's bucks. That's hilarious. I love how they call it fine arts. Yeah, anybody could come though. But no, it's fine. I had a painting and drawing. Okay. Are you a good painter and drawer now? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. At all. No, I I would have been adequate to teach. Oh shit! But did you but do it to as teach a hobby? kids, not oh, okay. not not like adults, to become artists? Um, I started painting again. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about painting. But anyways, I I went to this class. I'm an English class, and here I am. Years later, I fucking transformed my life. I'm sober. I you know I, I I'm I, I'm going to college. I wasn't supposed to graduate. Fucking even go to high school. You know what I mean? I. I'm working with juvenile delinquents that I want the house I once was at. I'm working at now with kids and we're going around the room and everybody's like, uh, you know, uh, hi, I'm them. And, uh, and uh, I went, hello, my name's uh, my name's Bobby Kelly. And uh, and the one kid goes, I know who you are. Like mad. Why? And Exactly. I go, what's up? He goes, yeah, you beat me up and took my moped. Wow. Back in seventh grade. Holy shit. And then you took my CD player. Like a week later. And I'll never forget it. Like Apparently. This, this, well, dude, I wouldn't either. Imagine a fucking kid just taking your shit. Wow. And man. I remember when we did it, I remember like Frankie was with me. And I was kind of, look, I, you know, I was like, let's do this. And I was like, you know, so I, I just became this fucking idiot, man. Yeah. And, and, and here I am now. I got my whole life... Fuck it, and I felt like sh- I felt like when you shot the the blue jay. Yeah, I mean he didn't die. This kid, I'm sure he moved on. F- I probably did him a favor. A fucking pussy riding a moped. Who does that? We did it for shits and giggles, but uh, we. Yeah. I felt terrible about it, and it's it's that day. I remember. I remember going up to him, going, "Look, man, I I I, I feel bad. I changed. I, I've I've made you know. So, I'm sorry if you can take that. That's cool. If you can't, I understand too. Yeah, what did he do? Did he? Ah, uh, no, nah, he didn't take it. <laughs> he didn't know? take it. Not really. Yeah. Um, and I, I look, thank God I got out of that because imagine doing that in your 20s and 30s. There's people who do that shit as yeah. men. Yeah, it's You crazy. know what I mean? So I'm glad I got out of it. But it's funny that in therapy, I wound up talking about like being an artist and going to art school. And he was like, you should, you know, do it again. And this is like a point of therapy. Like maybe five years ago Where I was kind of like in flux yeah. Like it was like I don't know what to do And he's like You should get a hobby They always tell you To get a fucking hobby So you paint So I go I go home I buy all the shit <laughs> I buy the easel I buy all the Dawn yeah. You know my wife's behind me. Oh this is gonna be great I'm <laughs> So I start painting every day And I'm painting And painting And painting And I paint this fucking It's a it's three heads One's screaming One's crying And one's looking straight ahead And it's my head Right And I do this fucking painting And I, I You know And I, I um, You know And I look around my, my therapist's office And he's got all these paintings From former clients You know what I mean and and he's, they're depressing too. It's fucking garbage yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, so I come in with this painting and I give it to him, and I'm like, I, I gave it to him for Christmas. I go, this is this is a present for you. It's the first painting I've did since, since you know college. Since oh, okay. I left. Yeah. Uh, okay. Two years later, it was still in the fucking closet. 
So one day we're in therapy. I'm fucking snapping. Losing, I'm like, and this and that, and this fucking, and she's a bitch. And I go, if that fucking painting's not on the fucking wall, next time I'm here, you can go fuck yourself too. No, you, you fu- didn't. I'm not even kidding you. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. It's right on the wall. Oh. As soon as you walk in, right in the lobby, it's hanging on the wall. It says from Robert Ke- Robert Kelly, right on the fucking. It's the shittiest painting ever. It's right on the wall next to this really great piece of art. <laughs> Oh, so you harbor shit. You harbor bad feelings. Well, I mean, look, you cocksucker. You got me back into painting. Oh, my God. That's the funniest and thing ever. <laughs> and then, then you fucking... Oh, that's a fucking great story. So but, mad. you know, you just brought something up with me that... And, and I don't know if you do this, Bobby. Well, apparently you do because you just brought it up. But I do think back of the things that I did bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I, do yeah. I, I, I think of things I did bad. Like, I would steal, man, when I got drunk. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like I would fucking, I would go and I'd, I'd steal like, I, I really, I know it sounds funny, but like I'd just go into bodegas hammered oh, yeah. and I'd oh. steal gummy bears and like sharp provolone and I would fucking just steal. I would try to fucking, and even when I was a kid, like my friends would go, we'd get 40 ounces and I put yeah. like, my friend still remembers, he, he said to me, you know, he saw me doing something on the NFL network as a comedian and he's right. like, oh dude, I still remember when you had 40s clanking in your sweatpants when we yeah. went to the thing. And I just think back and I think about now I have a little boy and a little girl and yeah. I'm like, I wish, I want to go back to everybody I did wrong or anything stupid and even if it was 10 bucks or 5 bucks, give <laughs> it back because I feel like a fucking, and I know it's kid shit yeah. and I know it's drunk shit and I yep. know it's normal, right. but it just, when you grow up, you're like, you know, like you said, like, it's sad when a fucking man is doing that shit you know yeah well i uh, yeah i tell you this i used to <clears throat> i used to steal tv dinners and swanson's chicken you know remember the chicken remember oh, the yeah. fry yeah remember yeah. before microwaves you had to put it in the oven for like six hours yeah. right it would say <laughs> it would say chicken. remember that yeah, shit yeah. the tv dinner tv dinner it said it took like fucking it took like two days to cook a tv dinner remember that shit yeah oh yeah um, we used to we used to steal those shit, and we wait out front for someone to pop out of their car real quick, leave it running to go in and grab a pack of smokes. Then we jump in their car and take that too. <laughs> I had a friend; he was kind of heavy, and he would go in and like he didn't have much money growing up. He'd go into the supermarket and he yeah. would steal lunch meat oh, yeah. and he would steal cheese, <laughs> yeah. but he would also steal mayonnaise. He would steal like a jar of mayonnaise or mustard and then right outside you'd see him putting fucking, he'd make a sandwich right outside. Look, I, I got to believe, dude, look, I think these stores have to have it budgeted in that this shit, they're going to get robbed. Food's going to be robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People gotta eat Drunks Little drunk kids Yeah We gotta eat And that's the, the only way You gotta fucking eat You spent all your Look I'm 13 14 I spent all my money On hard alcohol Wait so you were an addict at a, as, a, as a fucking baby Like you were You were you, Cause the first time I started drinking I started drinking I mean I got drunk at 13 But the first time I started drinking Drinking yeah. I was probably 16 But you were you So you were an alcoholic By the time you were 13, 14, 15 years old Probably around 13 Yeah 13, 14 Yeah And you've been clean Since you've been 15? 15 Yeah around 15 Yeah Holy shit So yeah. did you like Fail out of school And like Oh dude I never I went to school after school My thing When, when I was going It's funny now too Is I Uh when I was going, when I, when I was in like seventh grade, eighth grade, um, were my years that I really fucked off. Seventh, eighth, and ninth, I guess. Um, I I would get kicked. I would just go into the school. My thing was, I'd always have weed, and I'd go and I'd get in trouble the first day. I'd just do something fucked up to the teacher, so I'd go to detention. 
because I went to so many different schools. So right. I'd get in trouble. I'd go to detention. Right. I'd be in detention. I'd have a fucking little nub of weed or a joint. And then I'd find the, I'd see you and I'd go, hey, dude, you want to get high? And he'd go, yeah, let's get high. Now you're my friend. That's how I made my friends. So, uh, okay. so I'm in at the school. I already got friends first day. Anytime I went somewhere, I'd, have, I'd be in with the fucking fuck you crowd. Right. Right out of the gate. Right. So <clears throat> it was kind of hard to get out of that, you know? And, uh, you know, I just, I just, I was drinking, I was drinking at one point just because of the, the people that was, I was drinking. You know what I mean? The people I was with. I was hanging out with 30 year olds. Yeah. It's fucking Dude, I was fucking 13. Yeah. Hanging out with, you know, 20, 30 year old guys. That's like a and, nightmare. And violent. My son doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Violent fucking guys. Like, like at 13, 14, you're hanging out with guys that are violent fucking addicts. Yeah, I remember my uncles came down. My uncles are pretty tough guys. I had five of them. I mean, I remember two of them came down one night, and these 20-year-old kids, I mean, they're fucking jacked, like prison jacked. And they're killers. They're just fucking killers. And they come down, hey, my uncle, have you seen Bobby? They're like, get the fuck out of here. They're like, excuse me, get the fuck out of here before you catch a beat, you know? They're telling... Wow And I'm like hey You know because I had given up at that point Of my family You know what I mean Yeah yeah These were This was my family now Yeah sure You know Sure So it's You know those years of my life Being so young And doing so much Fucked up shit And doing so much drugs And doing so much drinking I could never even chance <clears throat> Going back to that stuff But Verz You know you go on to other addictions, of course. I, you know, being an addict, I went on. I, I got addicted to meetings, AA meetings. Then I got addicted to comedy. You know what I mean? I got addicted to stand up. What are you laughing at, you fucking diet? Coke, no, cock, sucker. <laughs> because you're well, the type of dude. What, from what I've seen as an outsider, is when you go in on something, I go all in. You go so all in. I've yeah. never seen anything like it, and I almost feel responsible for. And I mean, this is not yeah. bad. This is our. You know, oh, I've talked to you many times. No, well, one of us is going to die from this. No, I, I God forbid. But I told you, though. I said, you know, this is one of my favorite things to do. And we're, we're sitting here smoking a couple cigars. Yeah, let's talk about these real yeah. quick. What are you smoking right there? I'm smoking a, uh, this is this is a, what is it here? That's a, a, that's a Tatawahe. A Tatawahe. 2000. 2012. Right. And it's, it's fucking smooth, but it's got a kick. It's a beautiful fucking stick. And I'm smoking a Tatawahe Cajone. Not Grand Cajone. Okay. Cajone, Cajone 2003. Yeah. These things are fucking chocolate. Nicaraguan, Oof. which is my, you guys know, my podcast fans know, my favorite go-to stick is a Davidoff Nicaraguan. Right. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. And, uh, this, is, got, this is smooth. And this, this, is, this is, yeah, this is smooth. The Nicaraguans are like pretty much my second to Cubans. Yeah. Um, nothing was like the stick that Bill Burr, there, that stick, that's like, you know what that stick was like? Like in Pulp Fiction when they opened the briefcase and it was yeah. gold? Yeah. And you just like, what was it? Marcellus, yeah. uh, what was it? His, his, uh, his uh, fucking uh, soul? That's what they said uh, it was? His fucking, <laughs> <laughs> when Billy opened up, we were backstage at the garden, and he he goes he opened up the box, and he goes smell that, and I reached in, and I went, oh god, and he went, yeah, that's it, that's what I like to see. No, he made like me, a, yeah, he like brought a drug, he, like a drug dealer. He brought it to my house. He goes, watch, look at these things. Yeah, he brings out like the case, and I sniffed yeah. it, and he he burst out laughing because he I just went, oh. yeah, yeah. It well, because it's funny because he doesn't want shit dicks 
smoking those. No, no. Which the, I, which he he is, wants. He know. Yeah. It's like it's like people that appreciate a scotch or a, or a whiskey. Right. You're not gonna give it to some fucking dope yeah. who slugs it back like a shot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, but you know, when you were at my party, you let's were go my, back. How what, how many years ago is this? So so you went to my surprise birthday party. Well, my birthday just passed now, so you went to my surprise birthday party three years ago. Three years ago. So three years ago. I get an invite to your surprise birthday party. Right. And up in up in the joint. Uh, uh, yeah, up in my house. Right. So you were sitting there, and you noticed at the party. Right. You got a, you, but your buddy and my every, buddy. Every, everybody. Giannis Papas gives you. Giannis Papas gives me a humidor. Right. Another comedian shows up with like a couple of Cohibas. Right. Somebody else got me like a cutter and a lighter. So you start looking around going, what the fuck? You know, you really, you really like this. Right. So somebody brought a big bag of sticks for everybody to have. And you were like, so I said, well, we're going to make a fire in the backyard yeah. and smoke a stick. And I go, you don't have to. Cause I didn't think. And you go, nah, fuck that. You go, I have a stick. I'll have a stick for your birthday. Yeah. What the fuck happened? This guy's fucking... You had, like, Rocky Patel representatives in your backyard. <laughs> you got humidors the size of bigger than Foot Lockers yeah. fucking out here. I got around 500 cigars in my house. I got my you own, I got I my own really... cigar lounge. I'm a 24-hour member. I got a cigar locker. I got four boxes of cigars in that. I felt bad because you, you hit me up and you go, yeah, I belong to this 24-7 <laughs> club. And I was like, what the fuck? You go, yeah, I got a locker. I got a code. I could smoke anytime. Yeah. And then I saw pictures of you going on the road doing what I do, oh, which is you find the lounges. Yeah. You, wherever lounge. you go on the road. That's, what I, that's my first thing. You know, when I go to a club, yeah. my first thing is I talk to the owner. The owners of the uh, Providence Comedy Connection. Yeah. You know, the Omni, you know. Yeah, he goes. I love hey, uh, there's a place we found a place for you. Yeah, so it's the Omni, and we brought you these. And the owners, Corey and Matt, What'd they, they give brought you? me. They brought me a couple of sticks. It was good, like a, a, yeah. a Ashton or a, a good one. Right. And and They're they go. Oh, by the way, there's. By the way, the I know you like this. So you know you're our headliner. We want you to have a good time here. Here's two cigars, and you could go to the Omni Hotel. Right. But I do that. Like so, I well, know them now. The Omni. The greatest part about that is I check into the hotel. I have a private gig the Thursday. Right. Good money. And I go to do this gig. They they pick me up. They pick me up at quarter of seven. I get there. Seven o'clock. I go on. Ten of eight. I'm done. Okay. Fucking uh, eight o'clock on the nose. I'm back at the hotel. I I'm done. Yep. Fuck. Great gig. Done. Back of the, within an hour almost, I'm back at the hotel. I go, hey, is there a cigar place around here? He goes, yeah, right down the street. I go, how far down? He goes, no, 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 right around the corner right here. I go, yeah, but how far? He goes, no, sir. It's in the building. It's the same building as the hotel. Just go around that corner and you'll see it. Yeah. I've never been happier in my life. It's, I walk around the corner. There's a fucking... Beautiful. Beautiful. Great humidor. Pretty, pretty girls. Little little rooms with private TVs. The first time I went there, I was in a little room in the back. It had a private TV. It was me, my brother, leather couches. It was almost like a like a private little fucking unbelievable. And every time, but you want to laugh? I didn't get that. You want to laugh? I didn't get that. Yeah, you did. Oh, you I didn't, didn't get that. Oh, you didn't go there. You fucking st- You probably walked in, went to the humidor, and sat right around the front. Right, right? yeah. No, got to go in the back. Fuck. In the back, there's a little fucking room God, that's God. always empty. Really? Couches, two chairs, a pri- private room. Wow. And the waitress comes around the back of the bar and goes in. It's like you have your own little private room. Mm. If you get there, it's yours. Son of a bitch. That night. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was Stavros or somebody said something where you were, posted it, found out you left that night and I walked in. Well, we're, we're staying at the same hotel. 
We were staying at the same hotel. You had a private, and I had a private the next day. So I, I stayed in a hotel, and the next day I had a show on the Friday. Right. That Thursday, I checked in the hotel you were in. So you did your show, went into the fucking cigar lounge. Right, right as you left, probably within 20 minutes, I walked in. Right. Yeah. But that's one of my favorites in the country. How stupid. How the fuck does that happen? I have no idea. I have no fucking idea that you were in Providence. We were both. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But the best one. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the best one. When you do Indianapolis. Yeah. You got to go to Blend. I just went there. You went to Blend? No, Indianapolis. <laughs> oh. You went to Indianapolis, you didn't go to Blend? I didn't know about Blend. Holy shit, you should have fucking, you didn't Google it? No. I'm surprised you, you know don't what? have a fucking I'll tell you app. Why. I'll tell you what, there is an app. And I'll tell you what. Was it a cigar lounge app? I had a sinus thing uh, uh, for that week. So I couldn't fuck with, uh, I couldn't fuck with cigars for a week. You go into Blend. You know? The humidor. Yeah. Is, the, I don't, this, the length of this whole thing. Yeah. Five times. Wow. Up ceiling to floor, yeah. both sides, any fucking stick you want. Right. Beautiful, big leather chairs, Ooh. high tops, a bar. They serve food, steaks, but it's known for top end. I know you don't drink top end bourbon, scotch. Right. So I did it once, and then when I was on the road with Burr and Bartnick, I go, we got to go to Bart. Blend. Yeah. And Burr was having one of those nights where he's like, I don't know if I'm going to go. Maybe you guys go. I don't know. Right. And I looked at him in the face and I said, listen to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, I don't. I go, Bill, I promise you, you have to walk into this place. Right. You have to walk in. You have to go. All right, I'll go. Fucking fast forward an hour and a half going, this is the fucking. And then, you know, some of the people knew who Bill were there. So they thanked him for coming in. Right. They brought over $96 shots. Of this, of this little fucking bur- uh, This right. thing you sip Yeah And we, you know Some guy was with us He just fucking slugged it back Yeah um, Un-fucking <laughs> Un-fucking believable place It's one of my favorite places It's open till late Right so next time you go to Indianapolis You gotta go yeah. to Blend So I would say Blend And the Omni Hotel Are my two favorites You know any other good ones? I like the Omni Of course I like the Porter House Number one because it's around here But it's It's a good one you just I love that you come into the bar. They have the state they have the restaurant now which is different food, right? But then you can go they have the separate cigar bar which is right. pretty much from Ireland. Every brick, every piece of wood is shipped from Ireland. So it's like going you you know, it's like being at Hogwarts fucking having a cigar. It's like you know, you're in Ireland. But it's big but you can sit down at the table, order a steak, get an appetizer. <laughs> Fucking cup of coffee, cappuccino, and smoke right at that same fucking table. Okay. You don't get up. You don't fucking move, which I love. And there's a lot of. I like. Look, I'm married. I love my wife. I know, but I like when you look around and there's a bunch of sexy girls. There's regular broads there <laughs> I hanging how you out. Prefaced it. I love my wife. Oh, I do. I don't. I don't want to fucking talk to any of them. I, I don't want to. Fu- look, the last thing I would ever want to do is talk to some girl who's not smart. But there's a lot of girls around there smoking stoves, smoking, you know. But, you know, it's good to look around and see not just... Look, I love a cigar bar, but when you look around, it's just a bunch of fucking hogs smoking, puffing on some, you know what I mean? No, I think it's part of the experience. And I also like when the waitress knows about the cigars. But I I did an unacceptable... I love that you made them waitresses. No, these are just regular broads hanging out. What do you mean? So 1950s. Oh, I like when the... Yeah, the waitresses with... No, like they have hot bartenders... 
but regular girls go there to hang out. Oh, you're talking about... I thought you were talking about the waitresses. No. They, they have... Sm- the you're talking bu- about the clientele in there. Everybody. Nice people. The waitresses gotcha. are smoking hot blondes. Gotcha. They're real friendly, and they know about Stokes, but the clientele, too. I know what you're saying. That's why I like that place, and it's you know 20 minutes from my house. The other place I like is in Philly, Ashton. All oh, right? i never been. Okay. So downstairs is Holtz. Okay? It's a huge... I'm talking a massive. It's old school, right? Okay, humidor. You get guys in there wearing suits, okay? That know all about cigars. You walk in, you walk in the first. It's all the accoutrements and accessories, right? Yeah. Then you go in the next room. It's all it's massive humidor with every fucking cigar you could ever want. Right. And these guys know. There's you know they know what fucking do with a bow tie and a western mustache is coming up to you. Telling you the fucking the, the 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 little nuances of a cigar and why and where and how and the, so they know and then in the back there's another lounge with just leather chairs and TVs you can go smoke you don't have to be a member that's fucking awesome and they got this old lady that just sits there and cleans up that's her she's been doing it for fifty years okay she's still there but at night upstairs is called the Ashton Bar oh okay. Dude, it's fucking nuts. They have a... Oh, I went. Upstairs. I went. Right. You go upstairs, and it's a beautiful fucking bar. Beautiful bar. You could smoke... Yeah, and they bring you the cigars. They bring you the cigars. Yes. You you can go... You can pick them. They bring you the cigars. Food, drink, smoking hot chicks everywhere. But the smoke thing, right... It's a, it's like this, uh, it's a surgical smoke eater. Like it's, it's medical. It's like you, you could have 150 people smoking. No, you, there's you, nothing. There's nothing. I, I was in there and I could not believe I was in a beautiful place like that. Right. You know when I did it? I did it after one of the greatest, greatest, um, sets and comedy nights of my life. We did a week before Bill did the garden. Right. His agents wanted him to get acclimated to an arena. Right. So we did the Wells Fargo Center in Philly where the 76ers and the Flyers play. Yeah, yeah. And we did that. Me, him, and Matt Arise Right. Did it. Matt Arise is from Philly. Yeah. His family came out. We did it. And, you know, Dave Becky was there. Berkowitz was there. Everybody was there. Yeah. And that's what we said. Where could we go? Right. And they brought us to this yeah. place upstairs. And we fucking no smoked joke. a stick up yeah. there. Another great one is in the north end of Boston. That that one is that the old school one. But that's a little smoky. That gets yeah. a little. That gets, that gets a little. A little it gets a little smoky. I don't really like super smoky. But I'll tell you a place that it's I like. A little smoky in here. I know you. I know you. I know you don't like it as much. A place I love. It is a little snooty. But I love Club Macanudo. You got to have Never shoes Never been. On. Yeah, dude. Okay, tell, tell you why. Tell them why I don't like it. Why don't you? Because why? Why don't you? Because why? Because you got to have what? What were you about you to gotta say? You got to have. You, they don't want sneakers. Right. You want to laugh? I was so excited when I walked in there. And yeah. the guy goes, I'm sorry, a guy in a suit. There's a guy standing there in a suit. Yeah. And everyone's got locked. You see, Eli Archie Manning. Fucking Eli and his dad got a fucking thing in there. You know who goes there all the time? After Knicks games, Carmelo Ant- Carmelo Anthony, I didn't know, he's on the fucking cover of Cigar Aficionado. He smokes yeah. the Padrones. Yeah, yeah. Right? He smokes the Padrones. So they're like, I'm sorry, son, you got you can't wear fucking you yeah. can't wear sneakers. He goes, But if you want, you could check him at the coat thing and we'll give you slippers. So I said, What? Dude, I fucking give him my Jordans at the fucking thing. Yeah. And I put on old man slippers like yeah. fucking Ice Cube in, in <laughs> fucking uh, Boys in the Hood. And I'm walking around in these old man slippers and I'm sitting there. But you see guys on the fucking New York Jets. Yeah. You see, then sometimes they have a live band playing. But here's what one thing that bothers me. Are you me. the only guy with slippers though? 
I, I didn't look, but you I didn't think look I might have been. You, I think I might have been. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was rough. So now <laughs> what I do is I, I, I have a pair. No, what I do is I have two button downs in my trunk at all times and a pair of shoes that I bought in Italy that are in my trunk at all times. Right. So if I'm in midtown, it's on, you know where it is? It's on 63rd and Park. I've never been. It's, yeah, we're going to go one time because I, it's fucking beautiful. I it's, got it's, shoes. It's, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's fucking high end, right? Right. But this is what bothered me, and I did an unacceptable. On my podcast, I do an unacceptable for the week. Something that I just is fucking unacceptable, you know? Right. You see a chick in a fucking... Was killing a fucking Blue Jay ever one of those? It should have been. That's this week's. That's fucking this week's when I was a kid. All right. Jesus. This fucking waitress comes over. Yeah. And I'm excited. And all the waitresses are either Cuban or like fucking somewhere from South America. They know about sticks. They come over. They know about sticks. And I'm fucking excited. I bring a friend there. And the waitress, the second or third time, I'm all excited. Oh, and the waitress says, no, watch how they treat you. Yeah. And she's fucking crying. She's fucking crying. And, I, and she's fucking looking at the clock and she's telling me when last call is. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm here to fuck. I'm here to relax. You're fucking going through something with some guy or something. She's like cutting my fucking cigar, like wiping her eyes. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I don't need that. How fucking dare you take away my fucking time? Yeah, you know, I remember one time DeRosa said, like, some chick was, like, upset as a stripper. And he's like, what the fuck? I don't need to know. And, like, that's what this, that's what this cigar waitress was doing. It's like, don't, you don't take that. Like, a cigar is a, is, is a time for a fucking man or woman. Right, but what if, her, well, can I ask you, can I just give you, can I play devil's advocate? Oh, here we go. Yeah, what if her. Not here we go. I'm just devil's advocate. All right, her dog died. Don't go to work. No, no. All right, go ahead, go ahead. We're going to fucking bring up a dog. Okay. Her mother. Listen. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there you go, Verse. All right. Her mother. <laughs> just fucking took it. Done. She's dead. She goes to her boss. My mother just died. Can I please? Look, it's too busy. We just had a bunch of guys. The guy's wearing slippers to be here, okay? <laughs> That's how much he wants to be here. Okay? You got to finish your fucking, you got to finish your time out and then oh. you can go. There's not, nothing's going to happen tonight anyways, honey. Oh. Okay? Go out on the floor, finish your shift, do your job, oh. or you're going to get fired. Oh, fuck okay. you. Where are you at now? Uh, I mean. Right back with that Blue Jay, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Dude, I mean, look. <laughs> what Did you ask? No, but but you could have you could have said you're all right, and she could have said. What kind of piece of shit boss would do that? Oh, dude, I don't know. Some guy who owns a fucking cigar <laughs> bar that makes fucking grown men wear slippers. <laughs> How about that piece of shit? How about that right. fucking cocksucker? Right, I'll give you that. I'll give you they that. They can't fucking. They can't sport. Even bowling alleys have fucking shoes for people. I know, but it was just, you know how much I love to smoke. It'd be like a woman fucking crying right as she was going down on her knees to blow you. It's like, I don't want the fucking blowjob. Why not? What's wrong with you? Fucking. I had a joke about that. I was like, you better wipe those tears and suck this dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How am I fucking talking to him? What the fuck? You're killing Blue Jays. Like, you have know. no empathy for a fucking girl crying. Oh, shit. Fucking, your fantasy is crying girls sucking your no, dick. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought I was bad. I took a kid's moped once. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so now we're sitting here. We're smoking these fucking bats. Mm -hmm. we're, I'm hooked. I'm in. You're yep. all in, right? Oh yeah. There's like a group of us that are into this. Yep. Right. Yeah. 
Who are who's who are the guys? Do you say that it, uh, are cigar guys? All okay, right. Burr, yes. Yeah. You, yes. Me, yes. Yeah. Um, Aaron Burke. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was in Toronto, and his comic goes, "What's with New York comics and cigars?" That's what he said. He goes, "What's with all these pictures?" And I say, "Yeah." I said, "There's a group yeah. of us that fucking like a stick. Oh. We don't want to smoke cigarettes." Right. Well, what's with the New York comics being men? Yeah, like a lot what? of people. No, because you know, you know what he said. He goes, what? "Yeah, I don't like that." No offense, because I don't like that. He goes, "Aaron Berg was here, and like smoke was blowing in the door." Whatever. Uh, to answer your question, where was that? I was in Canada, and this this comic was just like, I, I don't really like him. But and then he said, he goes, "I'm seeing all these pictures online of New York comics smoking sticks." Yeah. Aaron Berg is another level. Okay. Of cigar smokers. Yeah. Aaron, okay. Aaron Berg is a two, three stick a day guy. Oof. I mean, Aaron Berg smokes fucking bat. He, dude, he had a bat right now. The, I mean, he has a bat that makes the ones we're smoking right now. I mean, this kid, I'm not joking, Bobby. It looked like he had a fucking cucumber hanging out of his mouth. Right. Okay? He would, It looked like he had a dick. He, yeah. he would, his whole mouth was open. And I, I mean, it must have been a two hour smoke. Jesus but Christ. Berg is next level. Um, we went to a football game and Burr brought the Aurora. And I don't know if you ever had an Aurora. There's three labels. There's the fucking gold, red, and green. He brought the green ones. And they're in the green, bright green tubes. And right. you open it. It looked like fucking Superman crystals, right? Right, yeah. And you open it up. And we smoked one. They're like $25 a stick. And we smoked one before we went into Alabama LSU game. And it was one of the best sticks I ever fucking had. Hmm. And I started thinking about it more, thinking about it more. Um, Bart Nichols smoke them, but not the way that I do. He enjoys it because I smoked with him in Philly. Bart enjoys doesn't love it. But he did enjoy the yeah. He enjoyed it, but he he, he but you could, but but I can smoke with him because he do, he he doesn't he smokes it and he's in his own world, right? He's smoking it. He's taking the puffs. He liked it, so I I can definitely smoke with Bartnek. Um, but here's the thing: these people have to understand we're not smoking fucking. You know, Philly blunts. No, that's we're not thing. even smoking Macanudos. We're not even rolling with that fucking garbage. No, no, you know we're not. We're we're smoking. We're smoking fifteen to fifty dollars cigars. Yes, and then up. Yeah, I mean, especially when we're smoking together. I mean, we're smoking the top of the line. We're cigars. smoking really, really good cigars. Yeah, th- I mean, and every cigar is different. Every cigar we we're trying new shit. Yeah, but I, I'll I, God forbid. God forbid I fucking would give you a, a mediocre cigar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No. You come over to my house and I'd be like, oh, I, you come over, I have fucking five cigars to choose from. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, but I, I will say this. You're on another... You took where I was yeah. and you're above it. You're, you, you... Listen, I love a good stick and I'll smoke them often, but you are like... I mean, you're like, dude, I was in South America. They got this one that came up from the ground. It's going to knock your dick off. And you're right. You know, like, you, you, you take it to, you know, you're like, I want what's in Castro's fucking house. Where I do. do I get that? I know. I do. I was fucking, everybody's all, look, I'm very happy about this Cuban thing. I mean, I like the cigars I smoke. Yeah. But I, I can't, you know, Billy Burr kind of. Oh, I got, I got go. Yeah, he 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 got me. He it's like I had fucking crack for the first time. I wasn't joking with him. Like I wasn't trying to make him feel oh. good because he was excited to bring me it. Oh. Okay, but like it's so good, I don't even want to tell people. I'm yeah, not even. Yeah. T- you know what I mean? It's one of those. Yeah. But I looked at him in the face. I said, "This is." I could say, I could honestly. Yeah. I looked him in the face. Yeah. I said, this is the best cigar I've ever had. Yeah. You know, like it's it's up there. It's up there. But I got a funny story. You're gonna love. I it. I got to give it to him too because he opened that box in a room full of fucking dudes and said, "Go ahead." Look, you know, if I had that box, yeah, you, you, you know, you'd have to fucking, <laughs> you'd have to pat, pass a written test. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You'd have to have A, B, or C on a yeah. fi- like five questions. <laughs> and if you got two wrong, you're fucking you're getting a you're getting a Philly blunt. Dude, I got a great story about Burr. What? We go to Club Mac and oh the by the way, the first time I the first time I saw him, the first time I took him. Yeah. He couldn't believe it. I go, dude, I found a place in New York City we can go. And he goes, what? I go, dude, inside is beautiful. He goes, All right. he walked in. The level of happiness on his face. Yeah. He just looked around. He couldn't fucking believe it. They got leather fucking beautiful leather. You got it. I mean, people are in suits and shit. Yeah. And it's, it's just next level, right? right? And like, you know, you want a shrimp cocktail and a fucking the best scotch you ever had. Everything. So he fucking loved it. So we go in there for like the third time. And he's like, what was that one you said Carmelo Anthony likes? And I go, he only, Carmelo Anthony loves and only smokes Padrones. They're good. But they're really strong and they're good, right? They're yeah. good. They're really good. Yeah. So we're looking on the menu. And he goes, oh, they got Patrons right here. All of a sudden, they were like $99 a stick. $99. That's 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 up there. For so, people who don't know. Yeah. For people that don't know, that's like, that's, you know, like. That's I feel charging like twi- three times as much. The cigars we, mo- the, the mostly the cigars we smoke, right? I would say the cigars we smoke are, we smoke Mercedes. And sometimes yeah. Porsches. Man, Lexus once in a while. Lexus, <laughs> Lexus is like the lower end. But le- loaded Lexus. Loaded Lexus. Limited yeah. Lexus. Heated seats. Yeah, and cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot Kick of the time. back and the trunk goes up. <laughs> Kick it again, it goes the down. The back seat goes back. Yeah. 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 It's we got front and back cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got the rear cameras, the heated yeah. package, the yeah, whole deal, the, right? The, the fucking the high beams going automatically. Yeah. I, I feel like this. I think you agree with this. If you smoke a twenty dollar in a stick, it's yeah. a good stick. Yeah. A $99 stick that you're talking, it's a Rolls Royce, right? Yeah. It, you know, even though it's grossly overpriced. Yes. So anyway. It is because a Padron is around 20, 30, 50 bucks. There's some of them though. There's some that are no, 80 but wait, bucks. Wait till I tell you. Some wait of till I tell you. So I go, ah, we don't, we don't need to do that. And he goes, no, fuck it. We're doing that. And I go, dude, it's a hundred dollar stick. He goes, fuck it, dude. He goes, we got to try a $99 stick. It's a Padron. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bobby. Yeah. I lit this thing. Yeah. First puff, it was so intense. <laughs> and <laughs> Bill Bill took a puff. He took yeah. the first puff and he goes, Oof. And he goes, dude, I don't he goes, I don't know if I can handle this, right? Yeah. And I go, No, it should be all right. All of a sudden he fucking figures it out. Yeah. You know, fucking Bill. It took him fucking two and he figured out that how strong it was. He figured out how to do it. Me, like a fucking dope, I start puffing this thing like it's a normal stick. Oof. I start getting pale. <laughs> He goes, dude, are you all right? I go, I don't know, dude. I might throw up. I got to wait. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. But I'm not kidding, Bobby. When it was done, yeah. I felt like I couldn't drive. Yeah. I walked out a little discombobulated and nauseous. I thought I was going to. It yeah. was one of the most. Inte- not fun. Not enjoyable. No. It was not enjoyable. And for the people that don't know, the darker the leaf is on the outside of a cigar. How many women just left this podcast? Um, How many people just. Yeah, they he just to go get a fucking big black one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean women disinterested. Well, they should be because you know what? It's Christmas time, and we're helping you out. 
We're telling you what cigars yeah. to get for your fucking man. A- absolutely. If yes. Yeah, if you're, so for the people that don't know, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but if you're new to the podcast, the darker the leaf on the outside, the stronger the stick. Right. So if you have a boyfriend or a husband who goes, yeah, I want to have a... Go light. Go Romeo and Julieta. Nice. Monte 1875 Cristo. Monte Cristo. White, a light right? one outside. Yeah. They don't inhale. They take yeah. little puffs in their mouth, and it's light on the outside. That's not good. Because I have everybody goes, how the fuck do you smoke cigars? I tried it. Yeah. I tried it with my uncle, and I yeah. fucking almost puked. I turned green. Because they fucking go grab something that they don't know what the fuck it is, right? And you get sick. You got to know what you're I, doing. I keep a box of uh, Perdoma 10th anniversary champagne. I keep a box of them in my humidor. So when someone rolls in that doesn't smoke... It's the creamiest, lightest cigar. You, Anybody can smoke that cigar, okay? Right. The 10th anniversary champagne edition. Anybody can smoke that thing and feel it's, it's a big ring gauge. You feel like you're a big boy smoking it, but it's creamy. It's the cre- If you type in creamy cigar on the internet, this is the cigar that comes up. That's the type of cigar. It's the lightest cigar. These cigars we're smoking, these are for b- big boys. But I'll tell you a trick that I learned. When you're smoking these... Big when you're smoking these heavy cigars like that, yeah, you got to keep like uh, Jolly Ranchers. When you go to when you go to a cigar place, yeah. I always keep some type of candy with me, okay? Because if you get that fucking lightheaded shit, if you start sucking on that candy, the sugar will fucking combat the the dizziness and the fucking the puking of oh. that cigar. Yeah, so you start sucking on a Jolly Rancher. Um, you, you, Is that uh, right? Yeah, or you have a Coke. Oh, I didn't know that. That sugar will help you get your shit back, so you're not all... Yeah. Oh, shit. You're ba- yeah, you're basically getting, you're getting fucking stoned, is what you're doing, off the, it, off the it, nicotine. The, the, the tobacco's strong. The tobacco's strong, you're getting fucking whacked. <laughs> you're getting fucking whacked. You're getting dizzy. You, you know are. What I mean? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've smoked a couple of cigars. I mean, I'm addicted to it. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't, you kidding me? It's fucking we're in a shed. <laughs> we're in a shed. <laughs> Come on. Oh shit! All right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. All right, this is by the way, this is Verzi Effect podcast merged with the fucking. You know what, dude? Which is great. You know, Bobby. For you guys that don't know, um, Bobby was a uh, Bam Bam two seasons on uh, FX's uh, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll has an amazing uh, hour special out called uh, Bobby Kelly Live at the Village Underground which was a uh, Comedy Central special which moved over to Netflix and um, your podcast is doing great you're doing great dude one of the funniest guys out there I'm glad to have you on the show I'm glad people could could hear us bullshit about fucking shooting birds I mean everybody on my podcast knows you because everybody loves you on my show all my fans love you your fans are the fucking best and and, and I gotta tell you something when I'm in Indianapolis yeah. or fucking Providence or anywhere they're always like dude I heard John Bobby's podcast like yeah. you got a lot of listeners dude and and, and it's awesome yeah. um, but uh, did you have any let me ask you this question did you have any fucking dopes around the, uh, the holidays on Thanksgiving talk about politics and ruin anything no I you know <clears throat> it's funny every year for Thanksgiving for I, I would have to say I don't know 15 years uh, me and Don have invited, you know, comics over because we don't go home. We don't go back to Boston for Thanksgiving. We always, Don's a great cook, so she cooks. And we always invite, you know, some years it's just one. Some years it's fucking eight people. Um, and it's usually comics or people, actors or in the business who aren't going to their families or, you know, whatever. Um, so this year was actually 
Uh, Norton, who pretty much comes every year. He's been yeah. coming for 10 years. We always have Norton over. Um, and Max loves Norton. Um, fucking loves him. Um, uh, we had uh, Stavros was up here. Kelly Festuca came up. I love Stavros. Um, Stavros baked the pie. <laughs> I got Stavros into cigars. You can Re- ask him. Yeah. Re- yeah. I had line Magoobies, and I go, hey, dude, I don't want to drag you if you don't want to come, but you want to? Is there any place in Baltimore? And yeah. he took me to a place. Yeah. And he, he fucking had one, and he was smoking with me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. So you had Stavros, you had Kelly, you had Stavros, Jim. and we had o- uh, a friend of mine, Omar, and his wife uh, popped by. Big kid, big guy. He's Black kid, huh? He's a Puerto Rican. He's around six five, four hundred something pounds. Big motherfucker. You allowed that in your house on Thanksgiving? Come on, son. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, fucking, I need these leftovers gone. I, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way, people. I know someone's gonna be like, "What are you fucking raise?" Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, we had so we didn't fuck. Nobody brought that shit up, dude. Nobody brought that shit up. And here's the thing: I bring it up on my podcast once in a while and talk about it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's fucking done. It's over. It's over. And it's I, fucking yeah. over. Yeah. And I know that every, they're going to, now today they came out that they're going to start, you know, uh, several states, they wanna, they're they going to go back and recount and blah, blah, blah. And she has two million fucking of the popular vote and blah, blah, blah. It's like when, when, Al, when Al Gore got yeah, fucked. Yeah. Look, it's not, there's no, there's no way in fucking hell that Trump is, they're going to take it away and give it to, do you know what happened with, to what happened to this country? If if he won the fucking election, okay, yeah, and and then they went and fucking took it away. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. And and it's just a fucking. It's like we all need to move on. We yeah, all need but, to. We all need to fucking become Americans again. That's it's like it's like the UFC. Okay, you got two of these people going in there talking shit the whole time. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck your kids. I'm gonna rip your head off and shit down. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> smother you. You're gonna die in the ring, and then they fight. One guy wins. Yeah. And the and as soon as they're done, they, they help each, each other, other up. They yeah. help each other, yeah. and you know everybody gets back to their lives. And it's 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 politics, man. I get yeah. it, but we got to fucking move on, and you know, and, and 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 become Americans again. Yeah, I I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna mention names because my family may listen to this. But I made a mistake. At the end of the night, we went out to smoke a stick. Yeah. I had a couple scotches in me. Yeah, that's always what helps. I knew somebody was there that, you know, really liked Hillary. Right. And uh, I didn't like right. Hillary. I right. didn't like Trump either. I didn't vote for either of them. But I just kind of said something. Like, I, you know, and then, not nothing bad, but just, an, and I said it, like, hey, I don't even mean to get political, but I'm just, you know. And then all of a sudden, my brother... My brother started talking about, but my brother handled it really well. Like, you know, when somebody argues with somebody, as soon as the first person starts yelling, yeah. they lose. Yeah. You know, and somebody just kind of sits there calmly. And my brother did it and fucking handled it great. But I was just like, you know something, dude? You just can't drink and talk politics. Right. You just fucking can't. So my advice to anybody, this Christmas, this holiday season, Christmas Eve, fucking Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, you're going to be at a party. There's yeah. going to be people like what you just said. Bobby, I agree 100%. It's done. Fucking let it. Let's hope for the best. Yep. Let's hope for the best for the country. We'll do it again in four years. Yep. And that's fucking it, dude. Especially if you're a Trump supporter. You won. Right. You got, you know, people are bitching and moaning about, you know, everybody's crying and be, look, you, you just, you let them fucking do whatever they got to do. Right, you know, let who cares? Let them fucking get it out. Let them fucking work it out. Yeah, you won. If you're a Trump supporter, you're in. You won. You won. Yeah. Just move, let them fucking do what they got to do, 
As long as they're peaceful, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You want to go on the internet and write blogs. You want to cry. You want to do this and that. and You want to protest. As long as you're not fucking with people's jobs. As long as you're not fucking with people's li- other people's lives. Fuck. I'm uh, sorry. What? Don't worry about it. I got a vacuum. All right, all right. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. What the fuck's wrong with no, you? No, I don't want to fucking be disrespectful. Go We're ahead. in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you now. Yeah. But, but, you know, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, 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 I got a question. I got something more important than this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you about this fucking, this Black Friday. Oh, my God. I, I you know, okay. I, I, this Black Friday shit. What they do to people who can't afford yeah. shit. Yeah. Because it's not people that can afford it. Okay? It's not people that can stay home and order this shit off Amazon. Yeah. Or, or you know, just have it shipped to your house. Yeah. They fucking set us up. Yeah. The middle class and, and, and lower lower class people. Yeah. To fucking become savages. Yeah, at a Best Buy over a fucking TV. Yeah, I agree, and I I think I think if you if you fucking go there and something bad happens, I'm not saying you deserve it, but but you know fuck you, you know fuck you. Honestly, if you if you get fucking trampled, okay. but here's a deal. I'm gonna give you. No, I'm gonna play devil's advocate again. That that should be our podcast, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, yeah. Where you shoot birds and then I talk. Where a woman <laughs> cries and a mom who, a mom who. who Wants to get a TV for a kid. But Bobby, don't you look at, and I'm going to let you be devil's advocate in one second, okay. but hear me out for one second. Yeah. If you go to Yankee Stadium. Yes, I would never. Or you go to Fenway. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. Right? If you go to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, if you go to Yankee Stadium or you go to Fenway and you got the other team's gear on, somebody eventually is going to get drunk and they're going to say, hey, fuck you, asshole. They're going to throw peanuts at you. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna be a fucking cocksucker. They're gonna ruin your time. All right, that's definitely definitely going to happen. Okay, now if Best Buy says they got three TVs that are thirteen hundred bucks, but if you get here at four o'clock in the morning, okay, that thirteen hundred bucks is gonna turn into you know eight hundred. Okay, so now you could get a thirteen hundred dollar TV for eight hundred dollars. It's a TV that you and your family were never able to afford, and now you're online with one hundred and fifty other people at five o'clock in the morning. If there's fights and certain shit like that, like you had to, you had to. I just feel like don't put yourself through that. Accept what you can afford, and I understand you want your family to feel better. I understand that you want to show, you know, you want to give your family the best around Christmas, but at what price, Bobby? At what cost? And I don't mean money-wise, uh, to do to yourself, to wake up, to fight with people, and then the heartbreak if you don't get it, and then fighting. Listen, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't want somebody to get fucking trampled, but the fact that these fucking animals do that, yeah. you know? So go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Well, here's, I mean, look. Um... But we're set up to do this. You understand what I'm saying? What are we at time wise, man? We're an hour and five. Okay, cool, cool. So we're set up to do this. These people are fucking. I mean, you go to you go to uh, Home Depot. I was in Home Depot the other day, buying a few things with Max. All these aisles are packed with shit, and it's all covered. Yeah. Do not touch till fucking. Yeah. Till Black Friday. Till Friday. Do not look. So there's all this magical shit everywhere. 
okay, in every store. I went to Home Depot. They were It was all wrapped up in black. Right. It's all wrapped up in black. black yeah. And you're sitting there going, well, what the fuck? <laughs> I can go... Dude, you can literally, I mean, the deals are fucking crazy. They are. I yeah. mean, it's not like, dude, it's not like you're getting fucking 10% off. No, you're Some not. of this shit is fucking nuts. Right. So you got somebody who has one shot. It's like, dude, it's like a golden ticket. It's like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. <laughs> you got one shot at getting this fucking Dyson fan yeah. heater. Okay. For fucking 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you're going to get some fucking, you know, you're going to have to fucking get a heater that might light your house on fire, you right, know? Right, I mean, I, I just think that they set these people up. If people just take a beat, right? Yeah. And go, okay, I'm going to fucking, just, all you have to do, a lot of these people can stay the fuck home. Go to yeah. Amazon. Because you see this cocksucker going in the bin, right? Yeah. Grabbing five, six cell phones. Yeah. This fat fucking cocksucker. You know what he's doing? <laughs> he's, he's selling them. He's selling them on eBay. That's what yeah. makes me sick. Yeah, yeah. It's like when the iPhones came out, all right, a few years ago. And the Chinese people, right, were buying, waiting in line, buying them all, and just selling them. They were putting old Chinese women or Asian women. I'll just say Asian. I don't know if they were Chinese, what they were. <laughs> Asian women in line. They, they were just paying them fucking money yeah. to wait in line, to buy the phone, to give it to some fucking, you know, thug. Yeah. So he's going to sell it for seven times the price. Yeah. So this guy's going in. They're grabbing these TVs. They're selling. They're marking them up on eBay. Yeah. And they're selling them to people on Craigslist, eBay, and and then uh, and they're making money off of it. It's a it's a scam. Yeah. It's a fucking scam. There, this is Bobby Kelly's unacceptable on the Verzi effect. This is your unacceptable. It's. Yeah. Stop making it a scam, Best Buy, fucking yeah. Home Depot. You know what you do? Give everybody a shot at the thing. Yeah. Give them the if okay, you you're gonna have this for one day. Let people apply for it like yeah. a fucking golden ticket. Yeah. Let them sign up and you get it. You got it. You're in. Yeah. You have I, an opportunity. Give your email. How many you want? You get one or two each. Absolutely. If you want it, you don't. You shouldn't go in there and trample people. Grab fucking yeah. seven of them and then run to the rest. Who the fuck needs yeah. seven of anything? Yeah. You're right. You're right, dude, and it just shows how fucking people are animals, dude. It's 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 sickening. They pray. What they do is they, they 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 prey on the unfortunate. They, no, they, they, they prey on they they, they, they on the worst of us. They're betting on the worst, worst of, of us. us. Yeah, is what they're doing. They're making us. They're saying, okay, we know these people will flip out. We're at it. We're making it one day. We're giving it a fucking Black Friday. Yeah. Blah, blah. You get your email loads up with sales, fifty percent off, eighty percent off. You start losing your mind. Yeah. Because you don't make that much money. Right. You don't have that much money. You have the opportunity to go out and get this and that and this for your house. All you have to do is risk your life yeah. at a Walmart. Yeah. For yeah. a fucking Vizio. Did you hear what Burr said on Conan? What? He goes, nothing in Walmart is worth getting trampled over. That's true. <laughs> There's nothing in life. No, it's... it's, it's There's it's, nothing in life worth getting... And that's why I look... You know, I was telling my wife, I'm looking around this house. I go, what more could we give this kid? Yeah. I go, everything on TV he goes, I want that. Can I have that? Make a list. Make a list. Yeah. It, it, there's going to be a point when he's four, when we can have these conversations, where it's to be like, buddy, listen to me. You need to... You need to realize that you don't need all this shit. Yeah. You need... I brought my son out two days in a row outside with me 
fucking no toys, no nothing. A fucking, we had a, a two by four, a tarp, yeah, and some screws, and we made a thing to cover the garbage. Me and him, yeah. and he sat there and he, he handed had the a screws. Blast. He looks at that and he goes, "We made that." Yeah. I took him out today, took him and Gnome's kids from the cellar, had them all around. I go, okay, guys. I put all screws in. I go, I need the little screws. They had to go in and get the little screws out of the thing. I hung the light up front. I go, okay, I need Max. You need to unscrew that for me. Manny, you hold. Get me that screw. You hold that screw. All right, guys. I'm going on the ladder. We had a fucking blast. We hung this light. Tonight, Max, we're having dinner. He goes, is the light working? We go outside. The light turns on. That's great. It's like, that's what you should be fucking doing with your kids. Dude, I go out with my son, Lucas. We throw a football. That's it. Right. We go out with a football. And, he, and, and we throw the football around, and that's it. And I told my wife, I go, we're giving too much now. And you know what happens then? Then the kids' expectations are every time we go out, we're getting something. Yeah. Every time. And you fucking can't. I don't want my kid growing up like that. I don't want my kid growing up where, yeah. like, he thinks that it's, like, every time. And these fucking toys pile up and pile up, and they never fucking use them. It's ridiculous. Because parents forget that kids forget very quickly. Yeah. You can, you can manipulate a kid's brain. I don't want to do this. I want to do that. Hey, dude, look at that tree over there. You see the bird? Let's go get that bird. What do you, why do you shoot keep bringing that up bird. birds? Yeah, you keep... Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. If I, I'm never giving... My, I tell you what, I'm never giving my kid a fucking BB gun. <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Go outside, there'll be a woodpecker on the ground fucking gasping for air. The kid's going to be fucking... <laughs> fucking having a fucking gopher in a, in a full Nelson wrestling a fucking oh, gopher. I do have a gopher. I hope he fucking takes him out. Oh, my dog. Oh, uh, you have a dog. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have a dog anymore. Both dogs are dead. They're right up here. Well, you had little dogs that wouldn't kill a gopher anyway, right? He chased a gopher, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I had a dog. You want to laugh? The gopher was under the car. Yeah. My dog fucking staked it out for two days. It was a stare down because the gopher wouldn't leave the middle of the car. My dog waited and I killed him. Oh really? Yeah, my dog just waited out. What he's kind like, of dog you got? Uh, he what? No, he was a half uh, Springer, half uh, Border Collie. But he just waited and then killed him. Yeah, my dog. My dog would chase it, but then fucking he yeah. get he get the shit kicked out. I had a little silky terrier, Calby. Calby actually they're raised to hunt rats. And well, castles. let me ask you a question. I'm not trying to shit on your dog or anything. Well, right? apparently. Well, yeah. all right. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's start. Look at it. It's a- <laughs> no, no, no. But here's my thing. Okay, go ahead. I always liked. I know a lot of people that love the little dog, right? Yeah. yeah. But what, by the way, that was great. If you guys hear anything in the background, there's a fan on here and it's fucking made it a thousand times better. I got a fan that sucks all the shit up. Yeah, We're we, actually installing uh, a fan up there. Yeah. That opens. Oh, okay. Like the, it, it opens. Right. A power fan that's getting installed. I just uh, getting it after. Christmas, oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so when it gets cold in here, it'll be up there. Suck all the fucking smoke will be gone. Right, yeah. right. Right now. If it's the, better, though, I could tell. Like, it, it oh, definitely yeah. cleared out. Yeah. But I always felt like if I was going to get something, because I, I have really big cats. I have 20-pound yeah. cats, right? What the fuck is that? Yeah, no, I know. It's like I got a baby fucking Jaguar walking around in my, in my house, right? Right, right, right. But didn't you want a dog? Like, don't you feel like a, don't you want to wrestle with a dog? Or like, nope. don't you want, you don't want a big fucking dog? Or I'll at least a medium-sized why. dog that you could fucking, yeah, well, like you, not even a violent dog. I'm not talking about, but like a dog. Cause my dog, like stand, if my dog stands up on his two you, feet. Uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to tell you two things. Ready? All right. One, you have family. Right. That will take care of the dog when you go on vacation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So nearby mom, mother, whoever. Yeah. Brother. Blah, blah. Hey guys, can you watch the dog for us? Right? Right. We don't. Gotcha. We got nobody. We're in New okay. York. We're in L.A. 
We got the dog, and then we moved to New York. We got nobody to watch that dog. Okay? Gotcha. So, a smaller dog, right? Less. Way less yeah, traveling. Gotcha. Way less people will watch them way more. Number two, we have to pick up. We lived in the city, right? Yep. What are you going to do in the city? Right. Three times a day. Yeah, you have this thing. Walk, right here, yeah. You got to walk them. They're going to fucking hot piss somewhere, right? Yep. And then they're going to take a nice, fat, steamy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a silky terrier. Yeah. I'll pick that up with my hand. It's not yeah, a big yeah. deal. Your fucking dog. What do you uh, got? My do- I got, you know, I got a, uh, a Ruby and Canuco. Yeah. I got, that, a, I got, yeah. A, I got a fucking, I got literally have a wolf. Yeah. Your dog shit's bigger than me. <laughs> right? No, oh, dude. He's, yeah. I it's, got a wolf. You got a wolf. Yeah. I got a fuck. Remember, I was funny when you go first, he got the first dog and you go, no, no, literally <laughs> he got the first fucking dog. Yeah. You got the dog dude, that they dog. mixed with other dogs no, to make dogs. You no, know, I got the dog that the Egyptians like fucking carved in on the, in the fucking pyramids. You have an Arubian dog. I have an Arubian Canuco dog. You've seen them, right? Yeah. They're fucking. They run wild in Aruba. <laughs> yeah. You'll be on the beach and a pack of them will roll up and take over your spot. And you just you sit there quietly. You don't move and you bow your head because you don't want to be fucking uh, alpha male. No, he runs around the fucking house. It's it's like I, I'm having a problem with him. Luckily, luckily, right when my wife got fed up and I got a trainer out of uh, the the New England area. Right. Shout out to Coach Mike and City Living Dog. This guy is a fucking. This guy he's got videos on YouTube where he had a, a fucking chow chow. Yeah. He went to someone's house. Chow Chow ripped his lip open. His lip was split open. It looked it looked like he fucking fought McGregor untrained, right? Oh God! And uh, ten minutes later, the thing, the thing. Ten minutes later, the dog was sitting down like a like a choir boy. Uh, these guys that these dog whisperer guys <sighs> the, are unbelievable. The but, Chow dogs are fucking tough. Yeah, dude. But I had a therapist had two of them. Yeah. And he have they're like little lions, right? They're yeah. aggressive dogs. Yeah. He had two of them in the office when you did therapy, and they'd growl. <laughs> And he'd sit there and he had a little bow tie, this little thin bald fuck. And I'd be sitting there, start talking, and I'd get a little heated. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'd stop talking. He'd be like, it's okay. They won't, you're all right. They're fine. And I'm like, they're not. F- I wanted to go, they're not fine. He's you fucking fuck. growling. He's growling. <laughs> Come over and sniff me. Maybe I'd you fu- were just boring the dog with your story. <laughs> The dog is like Every time there's a bad Fucking story Or whatever The dog's just like Get yeah, this we, fuck We get it People piss you, you off you know, you, know what, you know what's Fucked up about these therapists Because I started going When I had You know you know, you know, know a little bit That I had a little bit Of a meltdown yeah, yeah. And I was going through A really hard time These fucking therapists They're always I don't know about your guy yeah. They're always looking At the clock They're always fucking Looking do at the clock Do what I do Ready What do You know, know they're always Because they got You know what I do, what, what do you I do? walk in I take the clock I turn it my way Do you Every time I walk in, That's I get his clock, I flip it my way. <laughs> and then you straighten your painting out. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. I seen, him, I seen him. I'm in the middle of this fucking departed thing. I don't know. Some about my fucking, one of my dads. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I seen him. His little fucking eye movement went to the clock. Oh, yeah. I fucking, the next time we went in. Oh, that must I drive you it. fucking nuts. I grabbed it. I turned it my way. He goes, what are you doing? I go. No more clock fucking snaring. Dude, knowing you, that must drive you fucking nuts because I can see you telling them something um, deep and go, what the fuck do you keep looking at that thing for? Look, I, <laughs> first of all, I get it. I get it. You no, know what I, I mean? But it's probably, it's like people looking at their phones. No, yeah. It's, so it's like, so now when we go in, the clock, I either, uh, I, I face it down on the table or I turn it my way. He doesn't look at it. You know, it's funny. I went to one guy, and I don't go... I went to a guy who, like, never really had a comedian. Yeah. So he was intrigued. Right. 
this fucking cocksucker keeps asking me about comedy, right? He keeps asking, so did you ever go to that club? Oh, yeah, did you ever meet so-and-so? I want to be like, motherfucker, I got, I got problems here. Yeah. Like, and he just kept talking to me about my shit, you know? Uh, you know, about, about, and then one time he actually goes, ah, you're not that bad. You're fine. Like, and I was just like, you know what the problem was, though? I went at like four in the afternoon, so he was done. Yeah. He was done. When you go late. The best time to see these people yeah. are early. Yeah, early. Because at four o'clock they fucking heard enough crazy assholes yep. for the rest of the fucking I day. I go I, right after lunch is a good time to go because I got their blood sugar back up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's got energy now. It's got energy. Yeah, you nice lunch. Yeah, I don't like when they look at the clock. I don't I like hate when it. They, I, I don't I'm fucking gi- like it. And I'm giving them money, man. You know, no. you're giving them fucking money. Well, my guy works on a scale. Okay. I know who you go to. You right. go to the guy that sees all the comedians, right? Right. But I, I'm one of the originals. You know what I mean? Back in the day. <laughs> the, it kind of bugs me now how many... Because you never know who just who's coming out. Yeah. And then, you know... You know, I got fucking Rick Shapiro walking out, and I'm like, oh, fuck, do you have, any, do you have any left? You know, it'd be funny if yeah. you were crying about a pilot you didn't get, yeah. and yeah. Then the guy who got it walked in. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't talk any shit. Five yeah. minutes left, I turn it way down. Because there's no way you know, Because I know They're out in the fucking Whoever's out there Yeah I know they can hear Little bits and pieces Oh really You know what I mean So there's no way They're going to hear names <laughs> There's no way They're going to hear names You fucking start whispering Alright yeah, listen Yeah, yeah. I, know you, I told them There's a rule you, you can't get me to tears With 15 minutes left uh, That's fucking funny yeah. So uh, So yeah So man I want You know You're on the show I want to congratulate you On the On the, on the um, FX show yeah, you know. Well, it's canceled, but thanks. <laughs> no. What the fuck is that? What are you? You fucking shooting bluebirds again? No, no. <laughs> it's really you're, in you. You're gasping for air. I just put the no. The fuck, but man. that's 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 fucking awesome. That show is fucking great. Thanks. Yeah, I'm not. I was. Yeah, just, it was the word was. Uh, fuck, Jesus. Um, what, dude? You no. the fuck? You don't call, You don't say. Can, Dude, you say I loved you on that show. It's too bad. It's over. You don't congratulate me on it like I just booked it. Well, I know, but you did two seasons on fucking TV, and you were, it was a good role. That's all I'm saying. I mean, what you got? I'd say nice congratulations on your podcast. I'm trying to fucking just congratulate me on a podcast. Hey, your podcast is fucking hilarious. It's doing well. <laughs> no, thank you. The show FX show was great. It was great working with Leary. Yeah, it was great. The whole thing was great. You know, playing the drums, learning how to play the drums. Being on something that I've never been on something that big. Well, let me ask you this question, and, and uh, yeah, I, I got to go before an hour and a half because my fucking computer won't take it. But, okay, good. So we got a few more minutes here. Yeah. Let me ask you this question because yeah. I just started getting into acting. Yeah. And you're a very you're a very good actor. Thank you, buddy. And uh, you know, and that's known. People watch you like you could do drama shit, but here's my question because I just started getting into it, and I feel like when I'm comfortable. When, you want to laugh? I took that Joanna Beckson acting class years ago because yeah. a buddy of mine said he could fucking get me in. Yeah. And the only reason why he got me in, I found out this motherfucker, because if he got me in, he wouldn't have to pay. Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that after. And yeah, but it, I don't like shit like that, you know? Why? Because it, it's like, oh, dude, you got to do this class. It'll be great. And then you find out if they fucking get you and they don't pay. And like they build it up. And I was petrified in there. Um, I was petrified. I was more scared fucking going to act. Dude, I would rather, I'll be honest with you, if you told me right now, if you told me right now, Paul, we're driving to fucking MetLife Stadium where the Giants play, and you got to go do 10 minutes tonight in front of 50,000 people, right. and I had to just think of my set on the way there now, yeah. I would feel more comfortable than going into an acting class and having to read a fucking monologue in front of 15 actors. Right. It petrified me, right? Right. Just be, but you understand why, though. 
Well, because it's not what I do, and and yeah, it's just you've been doing the other things so, so long, right? Dude, I, you know, I've been doing acting. The parallel to comedy the whole time But yeah so this is the question And I think people listening would like to know this Because I know a lot of people You know oh comedians get into acting and stuff right. I just did my first feature and I found out A couple days ago that I'm going to play a cop in a horror movie Right? Right That's great When you started to act with bigger Thank you but when you started to act with bigger actors right Like if you did a scene with Leary Yeah And yeah. you're sitting there right Like yeah. even after you've been doing it a while Is it intimidating to like because people are like, oh, you were on a podcast with, uh, you were on a podcast with like Artie Lang and all these people, and you didn't seem nervous. And it's like, no, because that's my element. This right. is what I do. Even though it might not yeah. be stand up, this is what I do. Yeah. But Leary walks into Dennis Leary's been in movies. He's been doing fucking acting forever. Rescue Me, all these amazing shows and movies he's been in. When this guy walks in, do, do you, are you, the first time you did that, were you able to turn it off or were you literally going line for line with this guy going, holy fuck, like get it out of your head or you just block it out or is it a little bit of both? Or? Well, I tell you, this is pretty interesting. How much time we got? We got seven minutes. What happened the, the first, you know, the first time I worked with Leary was years ago on the job um, and I rolled in. I was very nervous, but I was so prepared right? because I was so nervous. Um, and then right. when I came back in, I, I did an episode of uh, Sirens for USA Network, and I I played some guy who got a Coke bottle stuck. Oh, in that his show ass. sucked! Right? No, I'm kidding. I never saw it. Anyway, I'm kidding. I did. That was funny. <laughs> well, we did. So I rolled in on that over prepared, but then Leary let you improv a little bit too. So it was. I mean, when I get to that element, yeah, it was great for me. And the first season of Sex Drugs again over prepared. Right, just so the second season, right? I was I, I I what happened? The 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 character changed. Um, the there was new writers. Things happened, and I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. Oh, okay, so I had a little trouble season two. Was that because you got a little you got a little lax or you got a little like? You got a little too comfortable? What happened, I think, is I think a little bit of both. Okay. What happened was I was a little too comfortable thinking I was just going to roll in and be this guy, which I did the first season. The, 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 it changed the second season. My whole thing changed. It was a little more subtle. It was, you know, like, you know, I, I kind of got a little polluted in my head. And I talked to Leary about it, and he helped me out. It's like, you don't want to ever be a line counter. You don't, right. want go, you don't want to go in and go, ah, I, I, got, I only got fucking two lines. If you get two lines, you better fucking do your fucking best with those two, two lines. Line, right. You know, and, and I had to learn, I, I, I'm telling you, and I had to go back to my acting teacher, Pete Kelly, who's been teaching me for 20 years. Um, I had to call him up and go fucking line by line, scene by scene with him over Skype. He was in L.A., and I went over and over and over. And I had to go back to work. Because just like comedy, you can go up and have some good sets. But when when it gets serious, when the game's on the fucking line, if you think you're going to go up and just wing it all the time and just use your right. charisma, and you just, it's not. Yeah. You're not. You got to fucking do this work. And sometimes the work, you know, not only are you dealing with writers now, you're dealing with producers and directors 
every that we had three different directors. Every director's different. Some right. directors move faster, and and it's not really conducive to an actor. Some people are way too much for the actor, and that fucks you. There's so much different shit that you have to. Right. So you have to go in with your fucking, with what you're doing. And you have to go over the scene and figure it out. Yep. And you know what else, too? The other actors don't give a fuck about you. They care. Of course, all those, the cast cared about me. They yeah. were great. But they did their work. They're professionals. They're actors. Yeah. They did their job. Okay? So they're going in with what they got. And they're expecting you to do the same. So it's not like you can go to them, hey, dude, can you run lines with me? They will. You know, John Ailes helped me out a lot with a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, you got to be able to uh, do that work. And the second season, man, I really had to step it up, go to my acting teacher, go back to basics, and really push that a okay. lot, get yeah. that muscle back. Yeah. Because there was a lot of scenes that I, I didn't have a lot to say, but there was a lot... I had to do right, and when sure. I did talk, it had to be real. Right, and you know, hey, when look, when you got a juicy scene, you're in it, right? But when you don't, and you're a fucking one of the stars of the show, you better be in it. Yeah, because they're cutting back to you. Yeah, they better see it. You, you're fucking. If you're not, you're fucking the whole thing up. Yeah, you're gonna look like an idiot. Yeah. So I had to learn a lot this second season about acting again. I had to go back into it. So the next time I get a job. You know, I you know I really I'm not going to take it for granted. Do you think that's why it got canceled? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I tell I'm you the fucking no, I know, but <clears throat> I I'll tell you why it got canceled. Everything's changed in television. TV has changed, right? Um, people aren't watching the same shit. Um, you know, people don't watch TV anymore. This the shit. You know, I really love the show. I thought it was a great show, but you know. Maybe that type of show, you know, there's so there's 400 TV shows going right now. 400. Yeah. There was 36 around 10 years ago. Let me ask you a question. Can we stop this and then start a new one and you send me another one and we do 20 more minutes? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right. So, all right, we're going to stop this podcast right now. You do it. Okay. Say no. It. You, you. Uh, we're going to stop this podcast right now and we are going to continue and do a part two of another 20 minutes, half hour of the Verzi Effect 282. Right. Uh, me and Bobby Kelly, uh, who, who's been, you know, I'll just, how much time is there on there right now? It's one, it's one, one hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. We got to stop it now. We're going to start part two right now uh, with uh, me and Bobby Kelly. <laughs> We're back. Okay, we're back with part two. Fuck, I hope I could upload that first one, but I think I will be able to. Anyway, so, um, you know, you said something just now. We were talking about acting and uh, Bobby's second season and being prepared. And you yeah. said something. I'm going to smoke another one. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole box. I, um, let see. You might. So, uh, before you get into it, which one are you going to smoke? I'm going to smoke. What else? We, what do we got in here? I'm going to smoke that... Which one? Let's see here. Yeah, this one's this one's done. You might smoke that. Try that other one. The this fun, one. Well, you can try that this one. one. I would try the uh, the little freaky one. This one. No, no, no. Fry, the other one. This one. No, the other one. Well, I mean, what well, the up, fuck? Up, There's two. The other one. The other one. This one. So try that one. It looks, looks a little like weird, right? Out your marks blew the end of it all. <laughs> what, is it, buddy? what the fuck? I know. Try it. Can I try? It? Why does the end like look like this? Dude, just try it. Okay. I'll smoke one with you. All right. All right. We'll smoke well, it. This you, I is was going to give you that one, and then you all take right, the this other is one a, with This you. is called an Island Gym. 
and the it's guys from uh, uh, Comedy Connection gave me those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're I'll, actually, I'll do that. Yeah. They're a little weird, but they fucking taste. It tastes good. All right, let's do it. Ready? I'll, I'll, yeah. Ready? Puff yeah. that up. Ready? Are you getting any? Yep. Okay, keep going. There we go. Keep going. I, I think you might like this. It's a little smoother, right? Yeah. Right? Wow, it's got a good... That's different. I like it, though. If you don't like it, put it out. You, you know what I mean? It's not bad, right? No, it's not bad at all. It's going to smooth it. It's going to smooth out, yeah. Nice, nice. So you said something that is my favorite quote of all time, John Wooden. Talked about on the show before. And I also remember Gary Goleman said it. And when he said he loved the quote, I was like, wow, he this fucking guy gets it. The greatest quote, one of the greatest quotes of all time is from John Wooden, the legendary coach of uh, UCLA. Yeah. 11 titles. Yep. He said, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Yes. And I truly believe, even in comedy, every time my set was really on fucking point. Yeah. Every time I was like, yeah. I'm going in with this. I'm going to open yeah. with this. And if that doesn't work, I'm coming with this. Yep. And I had my fucking T's crossed, yeah. my I's dotted yeah. from the opening line yep. until my closer. Right. And I went in and I fucking killed. Yeah. And the sets where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to. I'll play with this. I'll see this. And what you have to do as a comic sometimes, you have to be able to experiment. Right. But what you're saying is you went in with the lines fucking ready. And you went in like... Well, I did. I didn't. And it was affecting me, is what I'm saying. You're saying season two, you didn't. Season two, I was going in and I just couldn't get it. And my acting... Look, you give me a scene with me in it, back and forth, a good scene... I, I can I can really do something with it. I can I can get into it. But you give me a scene where it's not about me, where I'm not the motherfucker, whatever. Yeah. And you know, those are the scenes where actors really shine. That's where the scene where the you know you you forget that this is a, a, a ensemble thing that's happening. Yeah. You know, I might be sitting there. I'm sitting there the whole scene, but the camera's on me. No, you so, know what's a great example of that? I'm sorry, I mean to cut, but that's a great thing you said because you know what's a great example of that? Burr was in a movie called Black and White with Kevin Costner. Right. And he played a lawyer. Right. And yeah. there was a scene in a courtroom where the other lawyer was talking. Right. And Bill is on camera as the other lawyer. Yeah. And he's not talking. Right. But the other lawyer's making points. And Bill's face would yeah. change or then he would go to a legal pad he's and listening. start writing something down because he's listening to what the guy's saying. And that's what I was afraid of in acting class. I wasn't listening to the other actor to the very end of the class. And the last scene I had, I mean, yeah. the, the last acting thing that I had with Joanna Bexton, yeah. we were two ESPN analysts in like the cafeteria. Right. And the one guy's going, I'm quitting. I can't do this anymore because all these athletes are fucking beating their wives they're all on drugs yeah. I can't fucking promote these guys right yeah and instead of me just waiting for my lines yeah I go come on man dude you love this you love sports like and I and I really listened and when everybody critiqued me at the end the act is a judgmental cunts by the way but when they did they were like you were listening yeah. you were listening to the fucking other actor right and and that's that's what I realized. Listening and acting, and like you just said, not being the motherfucker in the scene, is where you really fucking get chops. Because yeah, watch Anthony Hopkins in The Edge, the movie. The the I think it's called The Edge, where uh, 
Alec Baldwin of him, the plane crashes and they're being chased by a bear. Right? Oh, You ever yeah. see that movie? That's not called what? The Edge, is it? Is it The Edge? I think it's called The Edge. That's where the, he was fucking the wife. Alec yeah. Baldwin was fucking Anthony Hopkins' wife. Watch how subtle he is. Alec's flipping out doing what Alec does. Yeah. This cocksucker. Watch him. He steals the scenes because he's just... And then when he says his line, it's this very fucking subtle line. And then when he fucking explodes, it's like, whoa. You know what I mean? It's... I mean, of course, I'm not comparing myself to <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins, but, right, right. but I'm saying, you know, I learned a lot to uh, bring something to the scene. You know what I mean? Sure. Bring something. It might not be what they want. Right. They might, they might fuck with it. They might enhance it, but they might be like, that was great. Yeah. Bring yourself. So yeah. I love my acting teacher. My acting teacher, I remember we were in a class years ago. When I first came to New York, I was taking this class. And, uh, you know, there was students that he, have been with him before and then new students. And this one girl gets up. She's a New York actress. You could tell. She's an actress. She gets up and she does this scene with this person. And at, at the end of it, it just, it, you know, it was fucking garbage. And she, he goes, uh, yeah, stop, stop. You know, whatever. Listen, uh, yes, yeah, can you yeah, stop with the acting? She goes, what? She goes, this is an acting class. He goes, no, it's not. This isn't fucking, this isn't an acting class, okay? This is, you, you should be yourself. There's only one of you. Right. There's no other person like you on the planet. You wow. should be listening yeah. as you. Uh-huh. And yes, there's a character and they have certain things and you should, it's like trying on a coat. You keep trying on different things until the coat fits right. And then you bring that into the room. And you, you, you're not acting. You should be really listening. To, but how does that affect you? Right. It might affect you a different way than it would affect me. You know, you know what I mean? It's not this, you know, so anyways. What, you know, stop acting these overly, emotions. And right. Overly acting and just let, be you. Let that, let that shit hit you. What that person said, let it hit you. Walk in with it. Yeah. Let it hit them and come back at you and then deal with that. Because, look, I remember one time John Ailes. Who's uh, the guy that played rehab in the show? <clears throat> Him and I come in. I say this that we're fighting in the in the scene. Uh, we're not talking to each other really. So Leary, Leary comes over and f I'm I'm saying I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and Leary comes over. He's like, "Well, hey, I as Johnny Rock, I'll I, hey, bam, if you need somebody, I'll do it." And in the scene, he he's supposed to yell at him, be like, "Johnny, you're not supposed to be a traitor." He literally whispers it. He goes, if you go to this guy and you join with him, I will never talk to you off French. And whispers it. Nobody can hear him. And fucking Larry's such a pro, too. He's an actor. He goes, yeah, we're not friends. And walks away. The whole thing was written fucking screaming and yelling. This guy just said, fuck it, and whispered it. Larry just, because he was And how did it come off, Gray? It, it was the best. It was the fucking best. And Leary took what he did and fucking did it back. Because he was fucking in the scene. He knew. With rehab. He was Johnny Rock. And he, this guy did that. And he goes, yeah, we're not friends. And he walked away. Yeah. As that guy. It was like, fuck. Yeah. So, you know, that that's the one thing. I, I did something in Joanna Bexson's class that she critiqued, I think, in the wrong way. And maybe it's because I was, you know what I said to her one time? I go, I'm not the worst you ever had, am I? Like, that's all I cared about. But you know what, though? Yeah. I was supposed to come in and fight with my wife 
in the scene. Yeah. And as I was fighting with her, I instinctively just started unbuttoning my shirt in my bedroom. Right. And I thought it was good. And someone's like, I really liked how you did that. Joanna Bexon was like, ah, I thought I was watching Tony Soprano. And, and like, I just felt like she was wrong in that because my instinct was to do that. But here's the thing. She might be. And if she's the director and she goes, yeah, don't do that. I don't like that. You can say, well, I think it's that's those are these moments where I learned you how to fight for these things. And there's a way to do it. You can't roll in like I would come up with ideas and spit them out and I do them in rehearsal. Right. And Leary would be like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't like that. You know what I mean? Because he's the writer. He's the producer. He's the director. All the shit. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, okay. But if I waited and did it in the scene, and, and while we were doing it, he might have been like, that was he, that was good. I like that. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Was he hard so, to work with or no? There's, there's a, no. I mean, look. Leary, because he knows me, you know, he'll come in and, you know, like I remember one time I was fucking up my lines. I couldn't get it. They, they used to write me tongue twisters all the time. Like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm um, going to Brooklyn for a barbecue on Saturday for Big Boy's Barbecue. <laughs> you know, their, 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 uh, uh, you know, their lemon meringue maritzas, the best, whatever the fuck it was, right? Yeah. I just, I, I don't talk like that. I, I don't say right, that. Right. I remember he was fucking putting me, he goes, well, you don't fucking learn your lines? You know what I mean? Put me on tilt. In front of people. In front of everybody. But he's... It's because we're friends. You know what I mean? It'd be like... You right. know, it wasn't like... It wasn't like, fuck you. Right. You know? And I could have went to him and said, hey, guy, don't do that. And he'd be like, listen, all right. But you got to learn your lines. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's because he, he's your, he, he loves yeah. you more than... It's like my uncles. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And he wants it's you like to I'm do well. And he wants you, to... Yeah. Get your shit together. You're on this fucking show because I know you can do it, fuckface. Right. Right? The, I don't know these actors. Um, you know what I mean? I, I know you, you know? I mean, look, Serpico helped me out a lot, too, you know, with certain things. But, hey, man, there were certain times where I was right and they were wrong. What? You know? There were certain things that were done and said that I was like, hey, that's, you know, and I was right. And yeah. certain things I was right and I had to take the hit. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things when you're on a set that, especially where you, look, I'm, 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 I'm fifth on the call sheet. I'm the least, you know, there's right. one, two, three, four, five, you know, four people ahead of me. Right. And that matters. You, people don't think that matters. That matters. You know what I'm saying? On a call sheet, number one and number two and number three are the motherfuckers. They get makeup first. They get fucking wardrobe first. You know, blah. You're 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 getting. You know, I'm getting I'm getting makeup and everything when everybody's done. When there's time. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just the way it is. Um, and when you get on a set, man, you got to have your shit together. You got to have especially. You know, as a comic too, and you're trying to be funny, you you got to have your shit together. You got to be up there with that. These guys are doing this all the time. That they don't, you know, we're going to do comedy all the time. They think that's great, but they're acting all the time. They're working on that shit. Even auditions, dude. Booking an audition is a totally different art form than fucking doing the gig. Oh yeah, dude. I fucking hate it. I I auditioned to to be in a scene with you. Where? In Sex and Drugs. What? I was going to be the pizza delivery, remember? <laughs> no motherfucker. They hate, oh, it was so bad. I walked in with a Yankee hat thinking that that's what I would wear if I delivered pies. And I wanted to go, look, you fuck. I delivered pies and I wore a hat. First of all, you can't wear a hat. You can't wear the Yankee logo on TV. They'd have to pay a million dollars. Right, but I, I go into the audition, right? And I got a hat on. Right. And right when he sees me, he goes, yeah, can you take the hat off? We don't like that. And I'm going, oh, fuck. Yeah. 
I take the hat off and he goes, all right. Leary. Say your name. What? Who did that? Leary? No, no, no. Your casting director. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. A two casting directors, a female and a male. Yeah, they're, I know who they are. They're great. So, yeah, I so love they, them. So they didn't like the hat already. Yeah, yeah. So I put the hat down. He goes, all right, say your name and everything like that. Don't look in the camera. So I looked in the camera. Why? I don't know. I, he goes, no, no. I said, don't look in the camera. So now I'm, re- now I'm flustered. But right. I got the hat and the camera thing. They don't like me. Right. <laughs> so I was supposed to say, yeah, I have a pepperoni pizza for a Mr. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Like I got confused, like a bam, bam. And he goes, now, can you do it like a, a bam, bam, like that? Right. So I fucking did it. And he was like, I would never say it the way he said it. Right. And he was like, all right, you know, you're done. And I walked out knowing I didn't get it. And in my mind, I'm going, what the fuck? And I got pissed, but I realized it was like, no, they wanted me to make, like, they wanted me to do it a certain way. I didn't, I didn't do it. And it, it is its own art form. And you know, like I left, like you ever leave an audition where you know you got it or you're getting a callback? No. Yes, I have. And you ever leave one where you bombed? Yes. Yeah, I Most of them. Most of them. I knew I bombed. Most of this, dude, I I did a, I bombed so bad an audition once I went to the bathroom. As I was walking by the room again, I heard them talking shit about me. Oh, God. That was bad. I laughed. Of course I laughed because I'm a comedian. Literally called my fucking agent right after that. I go, they were fucking trashing me in the room. But look- Oh, my manager goes. Yeah, you're never. They're never going to see you again. No, that's not true. Yeah, I doubt it. That's not true. <laughs> casting people. That's another thing too. People don't understand that casting people can push you through. Casting people, when it's down to three guys, they're like, "Look, I really love Bobby. He's great. He can do it. He did this," and they're like, "Okay, cool. Cast him." Because these people are in a crunch. They need to book these yeah. fucking roles. Yeah, they get to book fucking you know a hundred roles other than the main characters. They need to get those people. And right. if you know a pizza, the guy from uh, from uh, Comedy Central got that role. Who? Um, the dude that's in that girl show. Who's the two girls that do the show? I love the show too. Uh, oh, the, the 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 European guy. Yeah, he got that role. He did, but it wasn't even. I had breakfast with that motherfucker in L.A. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's funny because um, he walked in, and said, "You know, bam, bam." You know, it was two lines, and then I walk over to him, and I was like, "Are you supposed to meet me in the alley, you asshole?" And then I walk over, and the Guy flips the pizza out of the. It was a little tiny thing. It was a fuck. You know, look, they probably could have gave you that role, and you probably would have done it. You know what I mean? But who the fuck knows? That guy probably walked in. Someone knew him from some. Yeah. Oh, I like that guy. For, I like that show. He's on this other show. Let's get him. That right. adds, uh, you know, people from yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah. All that shit matters, man. Yeah, you never yeah. fucking know. As you start getting shit. People's gonna, you know, as you get this horror movie and you do that, and however, got some of them, oh, I saw that movie, though, I love it, and they could fucking just cat, that's yeah, cat, cat. When you get booked, it gets you into other shit. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, no, it's funny. I noticed that too. Like even with any little TV shit. Yeah. All of a sudden they see it, you get some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, our business is like when they like you, everyone likes you. When everybody doesn't fuck with you, everybody doesn't fuck with you. Like, it's it's it is you know weird, I mean? it's, man. Yeah, it's 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 um, you know. It's a weird thing. Like, you know, look, I was just on a series for two years. Before that, I was doing Louie. But from Louie, I got a bunch of shit. You know, people would, you know, believe it or not, more people know me from Louie. Well, you were great on Louie, and that's where I think that's where people are like, oh, this guy could act. Yeah, but Louie, again, he was another guy who was, you know, the material was there. And he also was, he knew how he wanted it done. Right. You know, like, I remember we were on the, uh, I did a show called The 2-2, Robert De Niro 
uh, cop show on CBS a few years back. We're talking, you know, it's the 90210 of cop shows. Just all young, good-looking kids. And then I, I went in as a extra, you know, an extra on the line, you know, the morning fuck, I was a cop, you know. And the director was like, do something, say something. So I said, fuck it. I just started smashing everybody. Like the kid in front of me, his line was, you know, reading some facts about something. I go, all right, Wikipedia, relax. Fucking boom, made it in. They wound up making me a regular um, uh, me and this other guy, they gave that guy, they they called him Wikipedia in the show. I gave him a fucking job, right? Um, but they, they had me and this guy in this, this show where we would come in and just say funny shit. We'd be like the comic relief right. for this show. Uh, 12 episodes. We come in. I was at Chelsea Piers. It was a fucking great gig, right? I'd show up. We always were in a car in the winter. In a car in the fucking summer. So we shot through, you know, so I was either in AC or heat, and we'd pull up in the car and say some stupid shit, right? Yeah. But, you know, every week there's a different director. Every week there's a different writer. So there's a writer that writes that episode with that director, right? Next week, for 12 episodes, it was four different people, five different people we dealt with, okay? So you're dealing with all this different shit. Yeah. Every fucking week. Yeah. So you had to learn how to, this guy is, you can't, he doesn't like any new shit. Say the fucking lines. This guy lets you, wants you to come up with new shit. It's cool. You got to learn all these little nuances with the people you work with. Yeah. And how to approach them. It's a whole other fucking ball game. Yeah. That's why working with Louie and working with Leary and Serpico and Saletti and them, they're the guys. So you don't have to go like I, you know there was fucking nine producers on to twenty on these big shows. There's a writer, another writer, and a fucking director, and another director, and then the producers and the both. So you had to go through this fucking chain of command. Yeah. But when you're working with Louis, Louis's the fucking writer. He's the editor. He's the director. He's the star. He's the producer. So he'll go. He directed it. Yes. Wow. So, he did so, it all. so he he would go. Okay, now try it this way. Let's. Uh, I want to do it one more. He would do it. Louis was really great with actors because he would do it. Um, he would do it until he got it. He would just keep running the scene because he said, you know, he, and he's very smart. And I agree with him. Scenes kind of start out here and then get better and better and better. And then you get that one. And right. then after you get that one, it starts to get shitty again. Okay. He would know that, okay, we just got it. Right. Whatever we do from now on yeah. is going to go. And he would, and he also says to actors, you have to be very sensitive to and accommodating and supportive. Comics, you have to almost tell them they suck to get them to fucking do it. Because they're so competitive. They're yeah. so alpha male. Yeah. You almost have to go, dude, what the, can you fuck, come on. And they'd be like, I fucking got this. Fuck you. Let's do this. And it's true. Yeah. We have to, you know. You get almost pissed and you defiant. Yeah. I remember we were doing a scene, the one of the last, I think the last season we did that thing. And we're in my house and <clears throat> we do this whole thing. And he makes up a lot of stuff as you're going. He's like, say this and try this. And I'm like, what about this? You know, he's really creative. And he works with the space because yeah. he hasn't been in the space yet. So now if we're in there, he's like, oh, let's do this. I want to do a one show. And you go and you sit on the couch and there's a pillow and I grab the pillow and, I, and we're doing this stuff and we're talking. 
and we did this scene. We kept doing it, and then we did one take, and in the take, we were so in it. It was so fucking good, and the sound guy went, cut. This little quiet cut, <laughs> and Lou goes, what the fuck? What was that? And he goes, my battery died. The guy's battery died in the mic, the fucking mic. Oh my god! And he goes, Do you, "That was the fucking, that was it. That was the one." Oh my god! Right in the middle of that fucking we. Oh jeez! It was weird because I, as soon as we were done, you know when you're acting good because as soon as someone yells cut, you're like, "What the fuck, man? <laughs> Whoa, that was where were we? Got, we? Yeah. Where were we? Yeah." Where the fuck were we? Yeah, it's almost like, I feel like it's almost like, you know, you ever do a bit where you forget there's a crowd there, you're so into the fucking story. Yeah. And you're so into it. Very that's, much. That's, that's always when I know, like, I'm doing a good story or a good bit where I yeah. forget there's a crowd. I'm fucking living it, man. I'm telling it like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, acting, man, you gotta, I'm telling you, read, you gotta, you gotta go through that script. You gotta go through it, make notes as you're going through it. You got to make notes on the other person's line. What are they saying? What are they trying to get from you? Why did he say that? Oh, he said that because of this. You know, Burr's good at that too. Burr was always great at that. He would break down a script really great. Yeah. You know, I I, I would always have a natural ability to just kind of act. You know, but you know, I could do. It. But Burr would go in and and he would he would say he would try these things and. He really, and, and I, you know, I learned from that stuff where it's like, okay, <clears throat> what's going on here? Why, what's the, what is this guy's motivation? Right. You got to do that shit, man. You got to go through the script. You got to make notes. You got to know your scene. Now, look, look, man, a lot of these actors, I'll tell you right now, you, are, you even on Louis, I remember we did this scene. Louis calls me and he goes, can you cry? I go, yeah, I can, what the fuck, what do you mean, <laughs> cry in life? I cry all the time. Yeah. He goes, no, in a scene. I go, yes, if, if, if it's a scene, I, yeah, I can do it. I was kind of offended, like, well, yeah, fucking yeah. But I understand where he's coming from, you know? And he wrote this scene. It was the scene about the mother being a lesbian. It's like the first scene that I did with him where people were like, that scene was, you know? And uh, <clears throat> the actress that was playing our mom, mom is this huge theater actress, like, I mean, holy shit. Right? I knew my lines backward and forward. I fucking did it. I did all the work. I was ready to go this day of that scene. Prepared, I'm yeah. ready to fucking do it. So we yell action and we're building. And then she says her first line. And she's like, uh, uh, what's, what's the line again? What is it? She didn't know one fucking line. Yeah. I always hear that about big time actors and actresses. You get so scared and intimidated when you work with them, yeah. and you know it front to back, and they look at it like, I don't give a fuck. I do. When I did Law & Order, I remember I did the scene with the two young guys. I knew my shit back and forth. I knew it, right? Because I, I, I rehearsed it over and over again for the audition, and then when I got the part, and blah, blah. I remember we got up, but they're just sitting there. They're like, all right, speed. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my mark. Yeah, I've been yeah. standing on my mark since we said, yeah. you know? They're sitting down fucking on their phone. The other dude's reading the magazine. <laughs> speed, market, speed. <clears throat> All right. And and as soon as they and they get up, stand on their mark, action. And they'd fucking say their line. I would do my line. They'd say their line. Cut. And they'd be like, they'd sit right back down again. Because they did this shit every fucking day. Well, this MMA movie that I did, the first yeah. feature, which comes out in a couple of months. 
Sizemore. Tom Sizemore was in it. Love him. Yeah, and he how plays, was he? He plays a detective. I didn't. I didn't work with him because right. my scene was fighting the star to the death. I get killed. You fight? I'm an MMA fighter in it. How? Is there nine and a half? So I'm not being insulting. <laughs> no. Please don't let take I, this the I, wrong way. I, <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> I'm so, literally. So, look, so, you yeah. got a fucking. <laughs> so, yeah. You got a double hoodie on. What no, the? F- so, so where are you fighting? So I showed up to the thing, right? So this is this is how I, I told a story on the I told a story on the show before, but for right. new listeners that don't you know, have five minutes by the way. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Well, you said a half hour. I'm just giving you a time. Frame. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I, whatever. It's as right. long as it's not an hour and a half. But uh, we'll, okay, we'll wrap. Okay. okay. No. No. Go ahead. Just, so uh, what the fuck you. T- <laughs> Well, I, I thought you're on a, I'm never on a time thing. You know no, I mean? no, yeah, do you I know, know. Do you, yeah. uh, do you know yeah. it, dude? Just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she you did a fucking three hour show. Well, you're worried about fucking upload speed. I don't know yeah, what yeah. you got at your house in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I don't have fucking deep poo. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know who does it? Me. I do have a deep poo. Yeah, you have a fucking deep poo. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. act like you don't have a fucking Indian wizard working right. for you. <laughs> so. <laughs> so <laughs> This guy's got fucking technicians. He's got every fucking thing, and he's going, "Yeah, you have an upload problem." Of course I am. It's fucking me. I got so, so uh, a guy saw me perform at the Wilbur, right? And he goes, "Dude, you were really funny." I think I, I did a movie. I did a movie. He did oxymorons. He right. he wrote, directed, and starred in oxymorons, which was the oxycotton epidemic in Boston right. when Boston thugs were fucking holding up pharmacies yeah. for that shit. And he and in Charlestown. Okay. Yeah. And he, he did that movie. It won awards. It was number one in a genre on Netflix. It did really well. Yeah. So he's like, I'm doing a new movie. And uh, he's like, I'd love to get you in it. I'm thinking he's going to get me. You know, he's like, I'll try to get you. Try to get you a line with the cop. Or I'll try to get you a security guard. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm going to get like, hey, you kids have fun in there. You know. Yeah. And he calls me the night before. He's like, dude, I got a big part for you. I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of bigger than I thought, but I think you could do it. And he goes, you play an MMA fighter. You fight the star. And I go. What the fuck? I can't. You know, he goes, no, no, there's going to be a UFC guy. I'll train you. Long story short, I get to this fucking set. The next day, it's snowing. I drive on location in Connecticut. It's fucking John Doomsday Howard. Fucking, you know who that is from UFC? John Doomsday Howard. He fought, I don't know when you started watching it, but he was a big UFC I started fan. watching from the beginning. You started what? You don't know John Doomsday? No. John Doomsday Howard. Uh... Black dude, fucking jacked from Boston. I think his record in UFC was about fourteen and ten, right, something right. like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So he takes us to this warehouse and he starts training us and choreographing this whole thing. Right now I'm in fucking jeans, a thermal top. I got a beard. I got a fucking scully on and Timberland boots. I'm, dude, I'm sweating for an hour and a half. I got him mm. cramping. I didn't stretch. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I'm fucking stretching. I'm, I'm fighting this fucking model kid who's yeah. the star of this yeah. fucking shit over here. Kids in shape. I'm just going, are we going to, are we going to go to this? Are we going to the, I mean, I, I can't fucking breathe. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking unreal. Yeah. So anyway, it's a fight to the death thing. Yeah. And I actually started fucking getting it, but I'm there nine and a half hours of <laughs> putting fake blood in my mouth. Yeah. I'm fucking jumping around on the floor. Yeah. I mean, I'm cramping up really fucking bad. You know what I mean? I'm cramping up a bad shape. Uh, they made me look good, though. You know, I look kind of, you know, bigger. So... Fucking uh, Sizemore's in it And he plays the lead detective Right Trying to like Fucking you know yeah. Deal with this Underground fighting ring and They said like He showed up Kind of like Limping And they said he was Just kind of fucked up 
And he said, as soon as fucking action came, yeah. he fucking, a pep in his step, and he just fucking got so locked into this yeah. detective. And as soon as it was done, he would just sit down and be fine. And like, I mean, that guy could win an Academy. Like, that's that's fucking Tom Sizemore. Like, that's what he does. The way yeah. the way we go into a show, yeah. but that's what these fucking guys do. Sizemore, he's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's one uh, of my favorites. Yeah, so uh, that, you know, but. Yeah. I got his number. What? I have his number. Oh, do you? Yeah, for I did. He did Opie and Anthony one day, and I was there, and we wound up talking, and he just wrote his number on a piece. He goes, "Yeah, give me a buzz, man." Well, uh, you know, because he got sober, you know, he got his shit together. He's like, "Well, hang out or whatever." I never called him, of course, because I I didn't want him to be like, "Oh, huh, huh," you know, I get yeah. fucking rejected like I've every other star. Christian yeah. Slater fucking sends me an email. <laughs> I really love you, on Louie. I send a whole email back, nothing. That's so funny. It's like I thought we were going to be pals. I, it's one of my <laughs> dude, fucking. Thanks un, a lot, un, Christian. I watched. So much. I watched Untamed Hearts. Oh my god! Because <laughs> no, I was a fan. Of, uh, that's what a fucking Slater oh, fan I was. Oh my god! I watched Pump Up the Volume and Untamed Hearts was one of my favorites. Was it Pump Up the Volume terrible? Or no? But, yeah, but I watched it. Oh, that's so fucking funny. I watched them all, and I'm yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Slater fan. My favorite movie of all time, True, True Romance. Romances. Yeah. Seen it Two nine romances, times at the yeah. theaters by myself. That was the first. Uh, that was that, and un, uh, that unusual suspects were the first two DVDs I ever bought. Fucking the greatest. The first two DVDs I ever bought. Yeah, great. True stopped. Romance is unfucking believable. Yeah, True Romance is. You know, Quentin, Tar- right? Quentin Tarantino yeah. wrote it. Yep. And Tony Scott directed it. Yeah. And Quentin yeah. fucking was pissed. Yeah. And. Uh, but I'm kind of glad. I, I mean, I. I I know how he would have. I know how Quentin would have directed it. Would have been like Pulp Fiction. I'm glad he didn't because it's very. Listen to the actors in this movie. Look about this, okay? Yeah. You got Slater. Yep. You got a young Brad Pitt. Yep. Right. You yep. got Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Sexy. You got Dennis Hopper. Yep. You got Christopher Walken. Yep. You got Gary Oldman. Yep. Okay. You yeah, got, don't forget Michael Rappaport. You got Gandolfini. Yeah. Gandolfini had Before, that scene with Patricia Arquette. And you know that that scene... Is why he got... Is why David Chase saw that scene and said, that's my Tony Soprano. Right. That fucking scene where he beats the shit out of yeah. her. And he goes, you, you know you got a lot of heart? Yeah. He's fucking throwing her around the bathroom. Yeah. And she's praying and then stabs him in the... Yeah. That, that scene got him Tony Soprano. Yeah. That movie was fucking loaded. Loaded. For every scene, every scene in that movie, and that's what Tarantino writes... Is a fucking acting clinic Okay Every scene in that fucking movie Is an acting clinic It's amazing it's, it's, It was Yeah That's yeah. that's one that's Michael one Rappaport was f- great in that movie He played This fucking goofy Fucked up guy Yeah So what do you got coming up With uh, with uh, movies Or uh... Nah, uh, Right now I'm writing something Okay uh, Writing um, Just writing and writing and writing You're right So Hopefully Yeah So we're writing I'm writing right now Got this great thing going on See what happens with it You know this business uh, Working on my hour uh, And that's it man Really focused in You know that's the one thing is it's I, I think that as comics We try to do so Like nine different things You know work on three different scripts And a fucking uh, uh, You know like a Internet fucking shorts And you yeah. know podcasts And you know out Doing writing jokes And blah 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 It's like you you know you got to really hone it down and do one thing. Yeah, you said something to me a while back. One or back. two things. You said to me something a while back. We were sitting there talking. I don't know if we were on your podcast or wherever, but you said 
You go, you got to have a plan, you know, and, and I always think about that. And I think you got to have short term and long term goals. But like, I don't want to work on a million things like right now. You know, thank God my album did really good last year. Yeah. But now it's a new hour. I'm going to yeah. shoot a special and I'm just working on it till it's right. And there's a script that I'm going to be writing, too. And like those two things. But like the hour is a priority, um, you know, and, and all that. So. Uh, I'm glad we got to go into overtime. I just want to say too, like Bobby is you, like you were always, and I'm serious. I'm not trying to get sentimental here, but you were always, you're always great to comedians. You're always great to younger comedians, and you were always fucking great to me on your show. I should, you should have been on my, my show uh, sooner, but I live far, and we haven't yeah, got 20, a chance yeah, to do fucking it. Fucking 15 minutes away. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? But, uh, you live right up the fucking road. Well, I li- I'm the closest comedian. To you. No, I'm. It, my GPS told me 42 minutes. I did it in 38. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I did it in 38. But, like, you know. But, uh, no, man, you've always been great to me. And you're, you're one of truly, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys know Bobby if you're listening to this. But if you don't, truly one of the funniest oh, guys thanks. out there. You too, buddy. Um, and, and um, you know, I'm glad we got to, I got to go into a little overtime of TVE this week with Bobby. We got to talk acting and all this stuff, which is great. Yeah. Um, what, you got any plugs with uh, dates? Um, no, just go to my website, Rob. RobertKellyLive.com. My tour is continuing. The True Story tour is continuing after we just booked uh, a bunch of dates in Florida uh, and after the new year. Um, so just go to my website and check out my dates. My hours up there if you want to buy it with a bunch of uh, extra content. And then uh, it's on Netflix, too. If you want to check it out on Netflix, go five-star that shit. And then, uh, and, and I want to thank you for doing this one-on-one with me. Always. Uh, for my fans. And, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, you, you're a hardworking guy. You know, there's guys in this business that, like myself, you know, we just fucking keep doing it. We keep, we keep doing it. We keep, you know, uh, hustling and fucking busting our asses, getting better, hanging out with people that do shit better than us, learning from them. And passing it down to other people too—that's the biggest thing. Yeah, because you know, you, you know, all the people that helped me out—the Colin Quins, the Louis, the Learys, the Serpicos, the all these people have helped me. You know, the Dane Cooks. Yeah. You know, all that shit. The Billy Burrs. You know, they help you. And uh, you know, I, I it's good that you give it back, you know. Yeah. And we have that community. So I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be on my show on the big show, the regular show this week too. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there Tuesday. And, like, you're doing it, like, I mean, when I look at guys, like, that that I not want to emulate, but the style of comedy that I looked up to. And the style of comedy, we talked about this before, the style of comedy that I do, like, I'm not, and I don't think you are either, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like both of us aren't the jokey joke late night comic. No, we're not monologue guys. No, I'm not a monologue guy. I'm not a jokey joke guy. I'm a walk around the stage like a fucking lunatic telling stories, trying to build pieces, doing some jokes that are five minutes and then of course there's a quick ones in there but that, you know, you do it the way like if I watch you for an hour, you're you're a guy I watch for an hour. There's some people and and this is not against and and we've talked about it before. I've talked about other comedians. It's not against those monologue guys. Yeah. It's not against those guys that are, you yeah. know, great fucking. This happened and then this happened and the joke's done and then this happened and this happened. That's not what what I do, not what you yeah. do. But 
you know, it's just, you know, we're more of a, just a straight up fucking straight up dudes. That's the comedy uh, that I love. And, um, you know, as far as my plugs, uh, you can go to my website. I got dates in New York City. I'm also going to be traveling. I'm going to be in Atlanta coming up in a few months. I'm going to be at the Punch. uh, I'm sorry. I'll be at the Punchline in Atlanta in a few months. I'm also going to be at the Providence Comedy Connection. All those dates will be on paulverzi.com. You can follow me, as you guys know, uh, at paulverzi on Twitter. Um, And I got to get fucking better at Instagram, but I'm going to be on that shit. Uh, Next next week, I'll do the Unacceptables and read your guys on acceptables this week it's a special show with my special guest the hilarious uh bobby kelly so uh, i'll be back to doing the uh more structured show next week and uh this has been episode 282 uh until next week i'm out of here and i will talk to you guys soon all right i'll see you guys later thanks for listening you know what dude with paul verzi see you next time you've been listening to the ykwd podcast thanks for listening now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty, shitty jobs. Check out riotcast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.